Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast. Evan, what episode is this? 48. 48. Or Evan's on the ball tonight, man. 48. 48. Yes, we have a, a massive crowd here because I had to get people together for the one-year anniversary of the Nintendo Switch. It's been one year since this little system's been out, and a lot of people are, are excited online. If you guys, I don't, I don't know if I remember many systems getting this kind of, I guess, birthday. I, I'm trying to remember back to the PS4 and the Xbox One online. I don't remember this many people doing things like it turned one and everything. I think just the Switch has really turned a lot of people who weren't even really into games or gaming that much into gamers. So it's pretty, it's pretty exciting to see this. But we're going to go down the panel here because you guys have to take a look at, at the crowd here. You have to look at Philip because Philip is is heading the NVC, the Nintendo Voice <coughs> Chat over on IGN. So we have a, a bit of an industry member here with us. Philip, how, how have you been, man? Great, great. I've been doing fantastic, enjoying uh, this freezing San Francisco weather over here. But um, no, doing really well. It's great to be back. Um, I'm honored, actually, to be back here. So um, back with the usual crew, obviously, but things have been great. Yes, yes, that's cool. Well, you know, tell us a little bit about how things are over at IGN for a minute while we have a, a little a chance here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, things have been very crazy. I mean, it's it's a lot different than, um, you know, obviously what YouTube was or what I was doing on YouTube. Um, so I, my role at IGN, yeah, like I'm the host of NVC, but I also am kind of overseeing all of the Nintendo content that goes through IGN. So basically, um, I mean, my life has been so crazy lately, but I've been loving every minute of it. Just been traveling. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> do we do we lose no, Philip? Is Phil gone? Uh, oh, there. Ah <laughs> uh, man, it's um. You you good, Philip? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. good. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. One second drop. Just a one second. Yeah, you're drop. good. You're good. How's how's NVC, man? How's it like being on IGN? Uh, like like actually on their site and working alongside some pretty big people in in the gaming world right now. Uh it's it? it's incredible. Let me know if I keep lagging. I might have to rejoin. Um, okay. Because I just realized I'm on my like 2G uh, bandwidth network. <laughs> I might have to hop over to my five uh, my 5G Wi-Fi. Okay. But um, but yeah, let me know if I keep breaking out. Uh, no, hosting NBC has been incredible. I mean, it's it's you know I've been a huge fan of that show for years. Uh, just watching you know from the computer or like my phone every week tuning in. So obviously when IGN contacted me and asked me to basically host the show and, and join the team. I mean, it was a huge honor. It was, it's, it still blows my mind every day. I just, I just put a tweet out today uh, talking about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's just an incredible experience and you know, it really is a dream come true. It feels kind of like a movie every single day. Like I wake up and I ask myself like, is this really happening to me? But um, yeah, the more, uh, you know, the more I live it and the more it becomes my life, I guess it's just, you know, it's becoming more real every day. So, and I'm, and I'm just super thankful that, you know, for the most part, the entire crowd and, and the IGN's audience and all that have been very excited <coughs> me joining the, the team. So it's and really you do, cool. You do a lot of writing over there too, right? Oh yeah. A <laughs> lot, a lot more writing. Yeah. You told me you were like, I didn't know I'd be this doing this much writing, yeah. you know, when I went there. So uh Yeah, yeah. No, so that's that's one definite big difference between, you know, coming from YouTube uh, over to IGN is like as a YouTuber, I was obviously just focusing on video production mainly, but now as an IGN editor, I'm constantly writing articles. I mean, you guys have probably noticed, I pretty much only write articles if I'm not doing the podcast um, or like game reviews and stuff, um, but it's fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's an incredible new platform that I'm just still learning a lot about, like how to sort of develop content in article forms. Sure. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys have caught some out there, um, 
but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's fun. It's a learning yeah. process. You've done a good job on a lot of your reviews. I, I I I check them out, watch them, read them, and everything. So you're doing good. I just saw your payday too review so oh yeah um, yes. thank you uh i saw robert erickson with the 20 sex in the in the super chat uh what i'm gonna do i have a sign up here just just in case people join or drop or join or drop uh we'll be reading any of the super chats or donations through Streamlabs uh at 10 30 p.m we'll go through them and uh kind of read and discuss anything you guys have so i just want to let you guys know now that's what we do and just keep the show kind of on track until that point when it inevitably just falls apart um so let me uh we, we just we talked about phil let's go down evan how you doing tonight Doing all right. Pretty damn tired, but yeah, just up for this. Okay, very good. Evan will be monitoring the chat and anything like that. Uh, Discord, I think, will also probably have questions for us as well. Of course, Max, uh, we were in a podcast earlier together, but how are you doing since the last time I talked to you around, uh, what was that, 3 o'clock? <laughs> yeah, good. I uh, did that podcast, hit the gym, and now I'm right back doing another podcast, which yep. is the good life. Yep, it's pretty much same here, same here. And uh, OJ, can you hear, you hear me okay, man? Uh, no, actually, I can't oh. hear you that good at all, but I, I heard you say, hey, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to keep playing around with your settings and everything, man, no worries. We're, we're all here. So uh, uh, we're, we're going to go over a lot of a lot of the Switch stuff, obviously. I know you've been doing a lot of your live streams talking a bit about the Switch's anniversary, the first year and everything. So I thought you'd be perfect to have on for that. What will probably end up being almost half the show. So uh, I thought it'd be great. I'm, here. I'm ready to go. Awesome. Awesome. And then we have Rax. Rax the Great on. Uh, he was on here. Uh, earlier, uh, was that in the earlier this year? Was that was like yeah, January, it was, it was right? Probably February? maybe like three or four weeks ago. Yeah, three oh. or four episodes, I think. Oh, good, good. And you uh, did hit the one thousand subscriber mark since then. Yes, I did. Thank Sweet. you, to yes. everybody who it's did nice. come and uh, subscribe. I appreciate it. Yes, you even got that. Actually, a pretty cool shout out from uh, uh, Review Tech. Uh, Rich. Yeah, yeah, Rich is awesome, man. Yes, very good, very good. So it's good to have you here. And then, of course, we have Sean, who survived the blizzard. Not really blizzard, I guess, just the snow and freezing rain going sideways on him. The wind, man. That <laughs> wind was brutal. I was like, I, my main thing was I didn't want to lose power because I don't run the heat in my house. Like, even though it's gas heat and it's literally included in my rent, so it costs me nothing. I just, I don't like it to be, like, too warm. Like, anything above, like, 65, I start getting cranky. <laughs> but I was just like, shit, you know, if, if I lose heat, power, you know, I'm not going to have the heat. I'm not going to be able to do anything. But, yeah, we we survived. We survived. It was just it was it was a crazy, crazy, windy, snowy day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was crazy out here. It's kind of died down a little bit now. So I think tomorrow we'll be back to normal, which is good. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Rob from uh, Rule of Two Review. Rob, how you doing, man? Good, man. Stoked to be back on. I had to rearrange my schedule just to make it on this crazy, insane. Yeah, event. yeah, like band practice, man. And then they were like, you know what? I got to yeah. be there. It's it's, it's the Switch's uh, birthday. I got to be on that show. Yeah, I had a, a one-year anniversary video ready to post this morning and didn't even put two and two together. Like, oh, my God, he wanted to be on, and it's the one-year anniversary. I have to do it, so. Yeah, we're trying to, trying to stuff a lot of people on the show because it's, uh, you know, you only get a, a, a one year or one birthday, I guess, when you turn one. So mm -hmm. got to go big for, for this, you know. Um, so it's it's good to have everyone here. Thank you for joining me for this. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, first, I guess we got to go down the list here that I have for us. Uh, what has everyone been playing? You can go through. I know Philip has been playing quite a bit, obviously, for IGN and, and his and his work over at MVC. <coughs> um, so I guess I'll start with Philip. What have you been playing, man? Oh, man. Um, so outlast came out on monday last week on switch so i've been diving back into that i never actually played whistleblower oh, so yeah yeah like that's that's sort of what i've been exploring a bit i'm a huge horror fan um so i'm trying to finish that trying to get through that but also uh mulaka is one of the ninja titles that came out on switch and um i just beat that game last night 
and I highly recommend it. Starts out a little slow, starts out a little weird, um, but if you stick with it, I guarantee you, you're gonna like it, especially if you're like a fan of those um, double A style games, it like Jack like and Daxter. Kind of an old school. Yeah, I was gonna say it felt like Jack and Daxter. I did a video right. on it, and that's exactly what I said. That's a, yeah, yeah. That's totally how I feel about it too. Yeah, I, I like Mulaka a lot. Actually, I was a big fan of it so far. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm about three quarters of the way through. I was trying to maybe finish it, probably Monday or Tuesday when I have some time. But nice. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. anything also, else, or was it? Yeah, no, no. I've also been dabbling in this game. Um, I just got a key for it like a couple days ago. It's called Flint Hook on Switch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that's a pretty fun game. I actually never played it before. It came out on PS4 and Steam uh, a while back. But it's it's a fun like roguelike. I, I'm hesitant to call it a Metroidvania because I know it, that word is way overused, but it has like elements of Metroidvania in it. Um, and uh, it's fun. It's cool. Definitely check that out once uh, once that hits the eShop. Interesting. I will that's, check that out. Hmm. That's the one that has like a guy with like a white hood on his head or something, right? Yeah, it's like a yeah, yeah, yeah. you play as like a space pirate and you yeah. go like from pirate ship to pirate ship, basically doing these mini raids. And you have this really cool hook shot that you use and you can kind of float through the world kind of like in Celeste. Nice. Um, it's it's a little different though, but it's very cool. Like just a fun game to play, especially in handheld mode. Is it a two D like a like a two D pixel art kind of thing, or what kind of? Yeah, yeah, it's like a two D okay. pixel art side scroller type thing. I'm pretty sure Limited Run Games is doing that physical as well. I is it coming out physical? Yeah, yeah I hope so Limited Run Games is doing that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That's gonna be that. I, that's cool. I, I like Limited Run Games. <laughs> mm -hmm. They do they do some big stuff there. Um, but uh, Rax, we even play, man. Uh, honestly, I, I've been really hooked on this game called Hunt Showdown. Uh, it's like a uh, multiplayer PC game. So basically, there's like four teams of two put on a map, and you have to look for these clues that kind of lead you to the boss of the map. Um, but you also have to watch out for the other teams. So you have to watch out for three teams, and basically, you have to either take them out um, while trying to hunt down this boss. And the game honestly just like grabbed me. It's so addicting. Uh, other than that, I've been playing like a lot of like Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap. Ooh, that's on, a great game, uh, dude. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic, um, and just like a lot of original Xbox lately. I don't know what it's been, but like I've just been like on an original Xbox kick. But mm. that's that's really what I've been playing, man. Did you see the? Mo uh, you say Wonder Boy? Did you see Monster Boy? I think because I always get them yes. confused. That's yes. gonna be really cool when that comes Absolutely. out. Absolutely, yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, I same think it's getting physical same day. I believe. Really? I think it was. I remember I asked them on Twitter and they actually responded to me. I think it was day and date. It will get a physical release as well. So I'm buying that thing physically. Absolutely. Yeah, same. Um, so that's going to be awesome. And then, uh, Sean, what have you been playing? I'm Man, I finally got around to, to getting through my backlog because I got a bunch of Switch games and Switch codes. And, like, I was in the process of moving, so I didn't have any time to do, like, a what is on them like I tried to do. So... Um, I'm going to soon do like a big collab video of all the, of the games I've been playing, but I did get a physical of uh, Wonder Boy as well. I actually own the digital, so that was easy. Um, but I've been playing um, Mulaka, awesome game. Um, the Fall Part 2, which I was actually a big fan of the original one. Uh, some Disc Jam, um, Mercenary. <laughs> Why didn't you ever tell me, dude? Yeah, I'm not good I'll, at it. I'll roll, I'll roll through some Disc Jam, man. I'm, I think I've won like 20 in a row now. Jesus. Yeah, I, I'm garbage. <laughs> you have to be on my team. I got uh, those Windjammer skills, man. Mercenary Saga. What the hell else in life? Just a, a bunch of stuff. Payday, of course. I'm still highly addicted to that. And actually, I played a lot all day today. I just played GameCube. 
because I'm doing a review on yeah. the, the GC HD adapter. So I played, uh, and my save files were all gone off my GameCube memory card. So that oh. was fantastic. Super, super. But yeah, I, I, need, played, I need to get one of those GameCube adapters. I know they're awesome looking. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty damn crazy how good the footage looks. Um, but, oh, and um, Lone Wolf. That's a game that nobody is really talking about for the Switch. Um, I believe it came out on the PS4 as well. Yeah, you're talking about that. Yeah. It's one of the most unique games I've ever played. Like, I've never played a game like <laughs> it. it. The story goes as like a book. Like, you're reading a book, and then it's sort of like a choose-your-own-adventure, and then you get to a point where it turns into like a turn-based RPG thing. And like the visuals on it for the turn-based RPGs are like pretty legit looking. It's a re- it's a really unique game. I'm actually really enjoying it. Hmm. Very nice, very nice. And then uh, Rob, Rob, what are you been playing? <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, and more Monster Hunter. I'm so addicted. <laughs> excuse me. I'm getting over being sick, by the way, guys. So excuse me for that if I have to clear my throat. Oh, it's but- cool. It's cool. Yeah, I have been playing so much Monster Hunter, man. That game is is stupid, stupid good. And uh, I mean, I've been playing like a lot of Monster Hunter for a lot of years. Like all the older games throughout the whole like Nintendo exclusivity has been really great. But they knocked World out of the park. Like yeah, it's yeah. just so good. So it's really been taken up pretty much most of my time. And I've got uh, two groups of really good buddies, like in-person friends that I've been getting to do a lot of hunts with, which is a lot of fun. Got into high rank uh, last week, which feels really good once you hit that high rank level of hunts. Mm-hmm. And um, the only other game I've been playing that's like a newer game is I did decide to check out Hollow on the Nintendo Switch because it just had, you know, obviously there's the Dead Space comparison. And I knew it wouldn't be like as good as Dead Space, but I wanted a game like that. So I, I did pick that up and it's OK. I mean, I know like Sean, you did a review, so I know you played it quite a bit, too. Yep. Uh, it's I mean, I don't know. It's it's OK. Kind of like I agree with what you said. It was it was pretty slow. And I didn't, yeah. I didn't know if that would be like a negative or not, but I kind of feel like it sort of hinders it a little bit, but it's not bad. Um, it is actually pretty creepy. I will agree. Like it definitely kind of freaks you out, like the music and the sound effects and stuff. And it looks yeah. good on the switch. Yeah. It, it's, it's a pretty decent game. Uh, you know, not, not great or anything, but if you like horror games, it's, it's, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Rob, it's decent, so. Did you yeah. say that, did you say in-person friends that, that you had playing monster hunter? A couple of in-person friends, yeah. That's very interesting. I'm very envious. You have in-person friends. I know, I, I know real life people. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you, two, you two can have them, man. I promise, it's possible. I, I didn't know it was possible to have in-person friends. I, a long time ago, I once had those. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's it for me. Yeah. Uh, OJ, what have you been up to, man? Been I've been playing uh, the new New Game Plus for Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Ooh, yeah, yes. that, I actually finished, I haven't tried New Game Plus yet. I've actually been trying to grind through the different blades, but man, that that RNG system just does not like me. Go, yeah, go on. <laughs> it, it, it's not. It's, it's funny, uh, especially like how like when you learned uh, exactly how it works. But uh, yeah, I've been playing New Game Plus uh, with Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Streamed it today. It was a lot of fun. It, they have a lot of great improvements. Probably the one of the best improvements that I think people aren't talking about. Um, is the fact that you can actually see the icons on the mini map now. That's oh, a really wow. yeah, yeah. Like you can actually see like what icons as far as what you like, you know, what you're looking for, what you're doing. That's really good. They have some other little things like improving the item slots. Like you can um, you can trade in some bonus XP in order to get uh, extra items, extra item slots. You have um, all of your your blades carry over. It's just great. It's a fantastic. It almost it got me like as excited as like you know like Chrono Trigger New Game Plus you know what I'm saying like it, it was really good so I've been enjoying playing through that and I've been playing Rocket League I still suck 
I've been playing Rocket League with my community and um, Splatoon 2. So, yeah, those are kind of the games that we're playing right now. Nice, nice. I have, I've actually played a lot this week, uh, mostly because I'm sure, Sean, you see it too, where your inbox starts getting filled with like indie games and stuff. Yes. Oh, uh, man. Radiation. It's, yeah, it's, not, it's not a bad thing. Job actually, security. <laughs> Max, yeah, right. Max, I didn't ask you. What were you been playing, man? Um, I have been playing tons and tons of uh, Yakuza 6 right now. Uh, that comes out, I think, April 20th. Uh, and I already I'm, have it. Did yeah, you hear about what happened with the demo? Yeah, I heard about the demo. No, I, they sent me, uh, I, I, they sent me the game itself and I'm able to put my review up a full month before the game comes wow. out. Damn. Uh, I get to put up March 15th. Uh, wow. Uh, just early impressions. I'm allowed to talk to up to uh, chapter four. It's, it's really good. And what's really crazy is, for a game that's the sixth entry in the series, they do a lot to really explain things. I haven't beaten a Yakuza game in a long time other than Zero and Kiwami. So, well, I mean, based on a, an embargo that's a month early, they must have a lot of confidence in that and game. Right? I, er, early impressions of the first, like, ten hours, it is, and I can definitely see why. It has, something that's kind of impressing me the most is somebody who's obviously obsessed with Shinmu is... A couple hours into the game, they really just set you free in this new city, and you can just go to the arcade, and there's just tons of arcade games, including, like, Virtual Fighter Five. It's an arcade machine. You can walk up, and it's just all of Virtual Fighter Five exists in this. You can play with people. And wow. any, any arcade game that you find in the game, you can then go to the main menu and actually play two players. Wow. You can actually Ooh. unlock ton, tons of arcade games and then just play them as on-demand arcade games. Can you, say what other, can you say what other arcade games there are in Please? the It's a lot of retro stuff, too, because it's uh, it's a very realistic version of, uh, of Japan, where it's like in America, oh, we cool. only want the most recent games. Japanese arcades aren't like that. You, Japanese arcades have old stuff and new stuff. Yakuza 6 arcade games. Hmm. Uh, thanks, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Simpy, for the sponsorship. I actually, we actually don't get a lot of sponsors on this channel. So that's actually pretty cool to see. Thank you, Simpy. Appreciate Sweet. it. Um, although we will start streaming more going forward. Yeah, so, it's yeah. just because it's just because you're not streaming. That's right. Much. It yeah. is Poyo Pop in it. Space Harrier Outrun, the newest Outrun. Uh, Hang on, Fantasy Zone. Space along with Harriers the in there. What? <laughs> yeah, and and it's really wow. funny because games, like. Yeah. Your dude is really old now. In this game, the main hero uh, is like 50 now. So it looks really funny because they're very self-aware. Like people call you grandpas. You literally walk into the arcade like out of the way, you whippersnappers, and you start beating everybody. It's it's so good. Uh, and and then I'm also playing a bunch of Final Fantasy 15 because I'm going to be doing a review on Royale Edition soon. Okay. Um, so let's see. I'll go down the list of the games I've played. I've been playing uh, Radiation Island. Uh, on the Switch to check that out. Mulaka, of course. I think everyone should play Mulaka. I think that's just a good game in general. Uh, Payday 2, of course. Actually, Sean, myself, Wood, and uh, Eric actually had a, a little game night with Payday 2. That was actually really fun. It was, it was a good stream. Until the, until the end when... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You guys got lost in the labyrinth? Yeah, that was... Uh, that. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, Outlast, I played Outlast on the Switch. Um, great port, by the way. Actually, really well done on the Switch. A little surprise. Um, works great. Uh, Kirby, I think everybody played the Kirby demo, though. Because why not? Mm -hmm. um, and that might have been... And then Xenoblade. I played more Xenoblade. Xenoblade's the game I play when I'm not working on the channel. Just because I'm trying to... It sounds weird. I'm gonna. That's going to be a game I'm going to play for a long time. So I'm probably going to try to 100% that game someday. Um, 
Although the next Xenoblade might be up before I get there. So that game is so long. I, it's insane. It's insane. What chapter, um, what chapter are you on, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, uh, the game. Huh? The first Xenoblade? Yeah. Oh, you already beat it, right? Oh, I, fi- I finished it. I'm just, oh, I'm okay. grinding out, I'm grinding out blades right now. I'm just, okay. dude, that, that just takes, like, there are ways to get core crystals pretty easily. If you just sit, like, uh, like if you do salvaging and you fail on purpose and you get, like, the crab, you can just keep attacking it and getting core crystals over and over again. But I just keep getting the most basic blades out of every single core crystal. I think I get, like, one rare blade out of, like, every 50 or something like that. Yeah, sounds about right. Oh, really? Okay, good. There you go. I don't feel as bad now. <laughs> Are you using legendary cores? If you don't mind me asking again, I just, I just, I just farm rare and uh, commons because yeah, it's like you'll you'll get some more pit. You'll get some more pity if you use legendary ones. So you might yeah. get blades a little bit quicker. But I see what you're talking about, man. Uh, you just gotta, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm going for yeah, I'm going for the quantity at this point. Just, just keep blasting it. <laughs> start the new, start the new game plus and hope and pray uh, that they actually change the RNG in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll actually do that this week. Just start up New Game Plus and, and go from there. Yeah, you, you um, keep all your blades and everything, so you'll be good. You'll still have everything. Yeah. yeah, so I was very happy with the game, though. I thought it was very good. So, um, Okay, so we did what we've been playing. Now, we got to talk about the Switch probably a lot, actually. A lot of the stuff on here, as you guys noticed, mostly I tried to kind of theme it around the Switch's first birthday, although there is one thing in there that I just was too interested to not talk about, which is Sega and Microsoft. We'll get to that, though. Uh, but the Switch revision versus peripherals now you guys i assume most of you guys are aware that wall street journal wrote an entire piece about it og i know you did a video on it mm-hmm. um and i'm sure others have at least talked about it and that is that mm-hmm. apparently nintendo is holding off on doing a revision which is interesting because game boy advance for example ds Lite, others have seen revisions early on in the game in the system's life whereas it seems like they're going to hold off on the switch and they want to build around peripherals specifically things that will plug into the switch so i want to get your guys take on this idea where they want to build off of i guess accessories that plug in now philip you have played the with the labo right yeah yeah i got some good hands-on time with labo i think about a month ago in new york city during the first event they have an event going on right now in san francisco okay Um, that that was like that that's the that's like the first i guess accessory i would call for the switch that could be something they're kind of hinting at here maybe just a little more for like maybe gamers in this case but what what were your thoughts on the labo real quick if i could get because you're you're the only one that i I know has had any hands-on time with it yeah um no i think it's i think it's really cool i think it's a very very interesting idea i mean obviously nobody saw that coming um who expected cardboard right um but you know it actually works which is really cool now as you know as an adult um i can see i can see people trying it out um but unless like we get like a luigi's mansion poltergust type labo thing i don't think too many people are going to really spend a lot of their time on like, you know, building fishing rods and little motorcycle stuff. Cause like at the end of the day, um, the games that I played, they didn't really feel too, too fleshed out. Like, I, I mean, we saw more Labo trailers. We got some more info on what the games actually were, um, but there isn't a lot of depth to each game in like within the variety pack. So um, okay. it's, it's fun to build. Um, it's fun to, to have, I, I have both pre-ordered um, the robot kit and the variety kit, but I, uh, I don't see this going too far past like you know children or educational purposes i think toycon garage is an amazing idea though um that's going yes, to that looks really cool yeah um, that's gonna be where i think labo me, really builds let me let me stop you for one second philip because alicio blanco is trying to start stuff in the comments telling people to like the video if we we get the 500 likes or 600 uh, 600 likes sean's just gonna have to go back out in the in the in the tsunami out there no <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it to him no. 
So, um, you know, don't do that. Uh, oh, <laughs> is that is that uh, Wolf Den? Yeah, it's probably Bob saying, I'm not home, but have some money. Uh, generously donated a save slot in Metal Gear Survive. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One slave slot, baby. <laughs> so I can now have a second character. Thank you. <laughs> but Philip, a lot of people are curious about, about the Labo. Like I said, you're the only one that I know that's played it. Um, and uh, so ToyCon Garage is where you can program the, uh, the, the Labo to do different things, right? If I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So we actually, we had a private demo given to us um, of ToyCon Garage where we weren't allowed to film anything, but we kind of saw how it worked. And so the Nintendo representative that was kind of demoing it um, showed basically how they reprogrammed the sounds that the piano makes to sound like a guitar. And then they had this like custom guitar labo thing that was just this very whatever 2D cutout shape. Didn't look like it take out, took a long time to build at all. Um, they put the Switch tablet on there and then the guy was just like strumming the guitar. So there's like stuff like that. You can reprogram the motorcycle handlebars to uh, steer the RC car, or you can just create like custom Labo themselves, um, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious to see what, you know, the community is gonna come up with, what people are gonna do with Labo. Um, you know, Nintendo has interesting ideas, but I think that Nintendo fans have even like more interesting ideas, honestly. So okay. it's gonna be cool. Uh, Bob, I made you a uh, Wolf. Then I made you a moderator in case you want to drop your channel link in the chat. More, than, feel free to. You're more than welcome. Um, uh, so I, I'm actually kind of interested in the Labo to a degree, Philip, mostly because it seems to reveal how much the Joy-Con controllers can actually do. We, all we heard was how much technology is packed in there, but it seems like it's doing a lot with the Labo. Like people didn't realize they showed off another trailer that showed it reading like cutouts of waveforms. And even recording and playing back uh, piano, um, I guess, different uh, music sheets and stuff for the piano. It was very interesting to see. Um, did you get to do anything with, I guess, in this case, the they even scanned, like, the person's hand with the Joy-Con and put it into the terrain? Was there any of that going on there? Or was it mostly just you did the robot, you did the Toy-Con garage? Stuff yeah, like it was It was kind of like walking from demo okay. to demo and, and getting, like, five, ten minutes here and there. Um, but they did show off how like the tracking works with the Joy-Cons, which is really impressive. Um, definitely did not expect them to be that technically advanced. Um, but the Joy-Con can actually track your hand, uh, which is really yeah. cool. And it causes or it lets like the RC car or whatever you have follow it, which is cool. Um, yeah, and they showed a they showed a video of it like sending a feed back to the the switch that was like a almost like a night vision infrared look in front yeah, of it. It's about like three frames per second <laughs> i want to say but i mean it still works you know like infrared night vision style camera it works yeah yeah very cool so the reason i brought up labo is because that is a very creative thing that no one really saw coming and they're kind of hinting at more stuff like that in terms of it being creative and stuff we probably can't guess but i thought we'd take a shot at it anyway right <laughs> so, so it, does anybody in the panel have an idea of what they could do here uh, I guess with that, uh, some kind of uh, accessory or, or something they could put into this to, I guess in this case, give us a new way to play or do something different with the Switch. I I have a feeling, and this is just based on watching, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of kids, uh, I'm, uh, I have several nieces and nephews, and I've messed with the Switch with them a lot lately. And mm -hmm. something I've noticed with kids is that they kind of just want to expand on their play experiences. Like uh, a friend of mine uh, is about 
uh, his son is about 11 years old and he's obsessed with Minecraft on the Switch. He owns Minecraft on everything, but he loves it on the Switch specifically just because he can pick it up and play it like uh, school breaks and stuff. So for some reason, I kind of have a feeling that they're going to try and use the USB-C port to just kind of expand on play experiences to make it where like maybe I can get some sort of port that makes it where I can build specific stuff and then set it on like a, like a Skylander style pad, like a portal pad and make certain creations in Minecraft or something. I feel like they're probably going to try and make it where it works more on specific games of maybe something like uh, the new Donkey Kong will have like a special expansion port that makes where you can put in extra barrels on a particular level or something. I feel like they're going to try and focus more on specific games and expanding on that play idea than just more general stuff. Mm. It's, it's very interesting to think about what they could do with this, but yeah. uh, OJ, I bet you, you can, you could probably tell me right away. What's the one thing that you hear so many people like universally talk about that the switch can plug into that, that every, that a lot of people, I don't want to say everybody, but I'd say like 60 or 70% of people whenever they watch, someone's video like yours or mine or whoever you always see it in the comments right about a certain uh device whether like a dock that that people really want oh yeah like a, <laughs> a supplemental computing device yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, if, if people saw the patents and they're never letting it go they're never so. gonna let they're never gonna let that go um but like, what do you what do you think about something like that where, where do you fall on that a supplemental community i think yeah. it could it could happen it's just one of those things i think that it's not like a definitive like 100 some people yeah. are already thinking oh well since we saw patents it's definitely going to happen i just don't think i think it's a, it's a certain way you know what i'm saying i think nintendo did multiple different type of things like okay well what if the switch does this like what if it's not going well what do we do next you know what i'm saying what are we going to do so i think they had a lot of like fail safes or whatever you know just in case things didn't work out and that was that was one of them was sure. a computing device. Like if, if this isn't working, we can introduce this, you know, in yeah, a year yeah. or so. Cause like they don't want to fall into the same category as Wii U, right? We're just kind of like, this was the system. And mm -hmm. like, if that failed then like, there's nothing else that we can do, you know? So I think they were trying to just trying to cover yeah, all bases. Yeah. But um, I do feel that um, you want me to talk about the Labo a little bit more, expand on that or? Yeah, if you want um, to, yeah. I mean, we're just talking about any accessory or Labo. Oh, okay. Then, Labo then I will. As well, but any, I just brought it up as a, as like, a, this is how creative Nintendo is. Okay, yeah, what are they going to come up with? What are they going to come up with out of the Willy Wonka, <laughs> uh, you know, R&D department that they seem to have? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see more Labo stuff that they can, because like they have the accessory kits, they're like, they're like numbered, right? Something like mm -hmm. that. There's yeah. like zero one and zero two or whatever. So I can see them doing more of that, but I can also see them potentially even doing um, peripherals based on certain games. Maybe, for example, like a new F Zero, for example, like a game like that, and maybe having a like a steering wheel or something that they can release mm -hmm. in order to have a new idea for something. Uh, just because I think that it would work with the Switch, you know, I think that's the one system that it would work with if they did try to do the little accessory thing. They did it with the GameCube, just GameCube wasn't as popular. You know, they had like the bongos, they had some stuff for the GameCube, so I could see them releasing some stuff for the for the Switch too, like were based on certain games, like like a steering wheel for F Zero or something like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, a steering wheel would be cool. That'd be neat. To have something like that. Maybe pedals, even. Yeah. You yeah, know. So, that'd be like kind of cool. Maybe like the whole thing you buy and you just put the switch in, and all of a sudden you're using like pedals and everything. To, you put, to go. Yeah. You put your Joy Cons into the steering wheel. You have some HD Rumble right there. You know, and you can just like play F Zero. That'd be dope. I mean, I, I would like it at least. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like you have like a little arcade experience at home. That'd be almost neat. Like a cockpit or something. It'd be like yeah. A yeah, they can do that with a couple Star, things. Star Fox? Cool. You, guys, you guys want some Star Fox? Great left this with Star Fox. So. <laughs> Grab your Wii U game pads. Let's do it. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what about you, Rax? What, what are you feeling, man? I mean, what, what do you think <clears throat> you can do? Or would you would you buy into the supplemental compute device? Are you interested in Labo? What, what do you think, man? 
Um, in all honesty, like when it comes to the Labo, like I feel like it's for like a younger audience. So me personally, mm -hmm. I'm not too interested in it. Um, I mean, I'll probably end up grabbing it just for curiosity's sake. Um, but in terms of like peripherals, I thought it would be cool if maybe like when uh, Metroid Prime Four comes out, like maybe they have some kind of like arm cannon kind of peripheral. Like you know how it. What, what was that? I just said, oh snap, that'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, so like have the have the switch like plug into it and then basically kind of use the motion controls to kind of look around for like aiming. Um, obviously, it'd be pretty gimmicky, but you know, if that was just something that they added to it, I thought that that would be pretty cool. Even, you know, even if it's like a gun peripheral, like to have certain other games, you know, just something that will appeal to more than just Metroid, but like other shooter games i thought that would be pretty cool sure sure uh i do want to say um rax is working towards 2000 subscribers right now so if you have not checked him out i'm sure evan can grab his uh channel link and put it in the chat um he is working towards 2000 subscribers and i i'm pretty confident right now a lot of you guys can help him I, get there yeah so. i appreciate it i appreciate it um but yeah uh great great point in the chat here by nathan um what about a virtual reality uh add-on some kind of headset True. something that would plug into that would give you um uh, i guess the ability to do some sort of vr experience we're already seeing all inclusive headsets from google and oculus start to show up what, what do you guys think the odds of, of nintendo throwing their their hat into the vr ring of some kind at some point could be years from now um i feel like the most we're going to get is something where you put this uh, i feel like the most we're going to get is some sort of goggle thing where you put your switch in your face and play like Mario Kart and stuff, but I don't feel like it. I, I, for some reason, I don't ever get the feeling that it'll be something where I can turn my head and look around. I feel like that's a little bit too much for this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I feel like they may have some sort of uh, just virtual boy it, where you just literally strap it to your face and then play Doom. <laughs> oh man, that'll be interesting. I feel like it would help if it had some kind of little extra boost in the yeah. headset whether it's an arm chip or just something to help it maybe with calculations maybe that all the switch has to do is draw the images on screen and everything else cpu wise is handled by uh the headset or something i mean there's probably ways they can get to like at least a 720p image with that screen maybe even a, a larger one because it gets split in half but um i think they could get it there if they wanted to just just from really an arm chip or something in the headset it wouldn't look as good as oculus obviously that's up to serious resolutions now but honestly the playstation vr headset that that i i use doesn't really set the bar super high in terms of image quality to be honest um it's kind of blurry looking when i use it but uh I mean, that even that's like uh it's like 1440p right the psvr headset oh no it's uh, it's yeah. 1080p it's split in half yeah i didn't think it was that high yeah yeah, yeah so, i mean like that's why i'm so against the idea i really don't think that nintendo is gonna like allow us to strap a switch this close to our face in <laughs> 720p um I, I think that you know nintendo's I think Nintendo's definitely playing with the idea of putting VR on Switch in some way. Um, sure. They probably have even tested it on that, you know, 720p screen. But I don't think we'll see it until the next iteration of Switch. Like that's, oh, yeah, okay. yeah okay. That, that's my opinion of it. Um, I think we're like a couple years away from from actually delving into virtual reality on a Nintendo console uh, again. That's fair. I agree. Yeah. I, I pretty much totally agree with that. Like that's the VR Nintendo thing is so tricky because. It feels like over the last two years, we've had that conversation for so long and we hear all these back and forth quotes from Nintendo where they're like, I mean, it's a thing that exists. It's interesting, but we're not going anywhere near it now. And like every time it comes up and we get a quote from like a Miyamoto or a Reggie or anyone about it, they always just say, it's just not, we're not interested in it yet. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's hard to believe they would do it now, but I do kind of agree with you, Philip, that I think 
they have to be playing with it. And this is probably one of those things where we know Nintendo's really good about some things. They're the innovator and they're the first to try to do this crazy idea and change the gaming scene with that. And other things, they're really far behind, like DLC and online networks and all these other things. But a lot of times, once they finally catch up and deliver it, usually they're like on point and they're doing it really well. So I feel like that's what VR is. They're like, let's just wait till the industry has proven it'll work and then we'll try to do it better than everyone. That's that's my feeling on this one. Rob, uh, real quick question. Did you just say Nintendo's behind on DLC? I, I, there's like DLC for every game they release. No, I mean, yeah, but after now. Time, yeah, I mean, now. <laughs> yeah, now they are. But remember when it was like they weren't doing DLC for oh, I remember. I'm just, I just, I, I, wish that, I wish that they were still behind so I didn't have to buy all this stupid DLC. <laughs> making me buy to, to be to be fair though i do think nintendo is honest with their dlc i i feel like oh yeah if we weren't paying for it it just wouldn't be there you know but that, I mean? yeah I agree. but that's I, I, I was more making a joke on it yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I agree with everything else that you said rob in terms of they're behind on the other stuff like i'm not but, thinking of capcom capcom definitely cut stuff out of like Marvel. <laughs> it's obvious they cut stuff out of that game and just to sell it again yeah but i think that's what rob's talking about that's why they're behind they waited till everyone yelled at some things and yeah. felt okay about other <laughs> things and went let's go with that so people don't yell at us so that's yeah. kind of what they do yeah i do i do think that the vr world really could use nintendo's help i i feel like nintendo could probably help the vr crowd along i think um just with their ips in general you know mario kart vr would probably sell an obscene amount god uh, yes god, i would love yes. to see met man if metroid could make that jump into vr it's the ooh. one thing that would get me to commit to vr is man. a person metroid in vr man i'm into it Make it happen. Well, you saw the tech demo for the Wii, right? With the uh, the virtual yeah. helmet, the motion tracking, the IR stuff on the floor to see where your feet are, to see where you should be going. This stuff was crazy. Yeah, that that was pretty cool. But I mean, if they could, because the Joy-Con controllers already work pretty much exactly like the the PlayStation Move controllers do. Um, so they could probably get that exact exact same effect where you're you know using it to aim and everything. So I, I, man, that would be it right there. I would I would play all the way through that game just like how Resident Evil was on uh, on the switch then if they could get vr into that whew, that'd be ridiculous um that game is already creepy enough on the gamecube i can't imagine being completely surrounded by it oh man that'd be crazy um so anything else you guys want to add to the peripheral slash uh switch revision are you guys disappointed that they're more so looking into that rather than a revision i, I mean is this, I, I mean oh, does it is are they really though you know like you could say one thing but then completely do another oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The, the ds wasn't going to replace the game boy line remember when that new game boy came out like yeah I, I always take what they say with a pinch of salt because what's going to end up happening is if labo is going to do well but if the next peripheral bombs and then you know sales start to stagnate then they're gonna they're gonna have to do something else um <laughs> You know, I, I always it's an interesting thing. Um, I have no clue what else they could potentially do, because obviously they're they're very creative when they do that stuff. But I, I also feel like, you know, all because they say that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the way they're going to go. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you one more example. I think Reggie said we're not going to do a DS light or the DS Lite is not a thing, and then like it released like a couple days later. That came out like a year and a half after the DS launched. Yeah, so I mean, like, it's just, you never know with them. They'll say certain things and do other things, so. I yeah. I personally, I don't know, the, this is personally, I'm hoping we do get a revision at some point. As much as I love my Switch, I for some reason really love the idea of getting a, a Switch Mini. I really love the idea of a more pocket-focused version. I think that would be so cool to have one that's like, 
maybe even a full half this size, literally this tiny, but still dockable. So I can play it as a home console home. If, if that was even possible, I would love that. I think, I think people will be less annoyed at that, to be honest, because it still just plays the same games. I think people would be more annoyed if a much better switch, like some kind of revision in terms of yeah. power comes out that would annoy people. But I think a switch mini people would just be like, Oh, cool. Oh, that works. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think people would be fine with that. And honestly, that could be something that could run alongside the switch. Almost like how, their 3ds is but 3ds is a weird situation a switch is, pocket right. edition my only Dude, thing with that is that. is like it sounds cool i would also love a switch mini but why like why would they need to do that the switch yeah, is still yeah. the fastest selling console like it's flying off shelves they don't want to kill the momentum because the last thing they want to do is cannibalize their own sales right now um they'd probably wait until like the switch sales die down a little bit and then throw in like a switch mini or a switch xl or something yeah, like yeah. that I, I totally think that's their approach is they don't want to confuse the market with another device where even though we would all know it's the same thing you got people going into stores confused about what's a switch this what's a switch mini mm -hmm. that oh this one uses joy cons but this one doesn't but then mom and dad don't even know what a joy con is and so then the whole thing just kind of becomes exactly yeah, totally yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's that's uh, the one thing I will say. If they're gonna keep doing revisions, just make just change up the Joy-Con colors. Like, don't, I'm glad they haven't released any special edition Switch unit, like base unit, and all they do is play around with the colors on the Joy-Con. That's so much easier to deal with. I have <laughs> to say, when it comes to the uh, the peripheral thing, is this when we finally see the return of the vitality sensor? Is never, that yeah, right? Way? Is that on its way? Is that <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is that that sewing machine better get a revision. The which one? The Game Boy the sewing, sewing machine. machine. Yeah. Oh, the sewing, yeah. Give, give the, me the, the, Bring the back Super the Nintendo, Nintendo uh, keyboard. Yeah, maybe the Super Nintendo. Uh, uh, what is it? Exercise bike. Oh, that thing is awesome. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. See, come See? on, John. John, you'd give up your uh, gym membership if you found out a gym opened up near you that had all Nintendo branded things for your Switch. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be an interesting gym to go to. I will say that. Um, although I have seen people with like their tablets and stuff on the treadmill and everything when they're when they're doing. I wouldn't take an iPad there or like that, but I guess I could see people using their Switch kind of on the bike or something. <laughs> um, It'll be on a cardboard. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, Philip. Actually, I should ask you this now since you how. Sturdy was that cardboard? Um, it. Have you ever played with cardboard before? I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, let's let's just be honest. We all have, but it's a, it's, it's a lot question. like cardboard. Yeah, no, oh, it's, <laughs> it feels like um, just standard cardboard. Yeah, I, I mean, if they did anything to like kind of reinforce it at all or anything? It's it's pretty. It's just straight up cardboard, basically. It's straight up cardboard. I mean, like there's a ton yeah. of folding involved when like creasing and stuff like that when you're building Labo. So I started to feel it on my you know almost thirty year old fingers. So I can't imagine like what an eight year old would feel like after yeah, after cardboard, that long. Cardboard dries your hands out, so that's a really good point. Like it legit does that when you mess with it. So. Hmm. And to know that it's exactly just normal cardboard, that is surprising. I didn't expect that. I thought it was something different. The one thing I regret not doing is giving it a taste test because I'd be curious. <laughs> yeah, that was like the person wouldn't have looked Acquiring minds want to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, so let's let's move on, guys. Sega, Sega and Microsoft. Uh, mm -hmm. Did you guys see the meeting between that? Uh, Sega Japan posted pictures of them visiting the Microsoft Studios. And you know what always happens whenever a company visits microsoft they always go what microsoft's buying them obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you guys think about this this sega microsoft visit i know max we kind of talked about it earlier on the other podcast but um i definitely want to hear other people's take on this so sean did a whole video so how about we start with sean about this he did a whole video on this thing what, do, what are you thinking about this there's, there's something going on i mean it, obviously companies meet with each other all the time um but 
to publicize a meeting, usually there's a reason why you're publicizing the meeting. So um, it could be something as simple as adding more um, Sega games to Xbox One Game Pass or backwards compatibility. You know, there was Shenmue, uh, Jet, Set, uh, Jet Grind Radio, uh, Panzer Dragoon, Orta. There was a ton of Xbox original games that were exclusive to the system. Uh, that would be awesome on backwards compatibility. Maybe even expanding upon it, some sort of uh, maybe Sega Forever coming to the home console for the first time. And, you know, the the long range, you know, Hail Mary would be Sega or potentially buying Sega. But I think there's, there's something going on, obviously, in my opinion. Sure, sure. I, I think it's gonna be really interesting to see. Uh, but I think the rumor right now is Vanquish Two, although I don't see any evidence or anything. It seems no. kind of baseless right now. Uh, but that at least makes sense for the Xbox crowd that probably doesn't care about Persona as much as the PlayStation or even like a Switch crowd at this point. Um, I think we talked about that earlier, right, Max? How it would be weird if Microsoft bought Sega because then Atlas would have nothing to do, basically. Um, yeah. Well, it, it depends on. So I, I could be dead wrong, but I'm, I'm willing to be wrong on this. I do think that it's possible that they're trying to acquire Sega. And if they're not trying to acquire Sega, it could be that they're just trying to buy some exclusives. of just trying to go in there and be like, okay, we'll pay X amount of dollars to make sure your next big five game come out on all of our consoles, but we get a cut or something. I, I feel like they're bank, bankroll some, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a, I, I feel like they're probably not going to be paying for exclusivity just because, I mean, at this point we've seen, if you make your game an Xbox exclusive, you're basically paying for it to die. Uh, but, <laughs> but if they pay, if they pay to have it, like we want to cut the profit, but we fund for it to be made. Um, I could see that of like persona six, uh, comes out in three years and it comes to every console, but it has to make sure it lands on Xbox, even if it sells four copies. That would be a good one to kind of pull the rug out from under Sony is if they did get the next Persona, you know, on their system. That would actually make, or maybe they somehow get Persona, Persona in general just to move over. It would sell 10 copies. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be terrible. But Microsoft can point out and say, look, we do have a Japanese RPG yes, on the system. Ex exactly. And sometimes it's one of those weird things where sometimes even if a game doesn't sell well, it boosts your console sales. We've seen that before where it's like, all right, we can point to this and be like, look, we have this shiny thing that none of you actually want to buy. That makes, that <laughs> I mean, makes zero business sense. But uh, they, they got to get, they gotta get back to that Jap Japan crowd at some point. True. They got to do, do they, something. Do they? I mean, I'd like to. I mean, the, the 360 at least sold a million systems in Japan. Yeah, wow. But yeah. it, there's nothing for them there. I mean, they're not, <laughs> there's just nothing. I don't, I don't see I mean, them. It's, it, to me, it's, I mean, it's hard to look at Japan and say there's nothing there for, you know, a, a system. When we see the PS4 and we see a Switch, if I was Microsoft, I'd be like, how do I get that crowd? I mean, yeah. you, you have to look at the yeah, original, right, but man. the original Xbox sold like shit in Japan for mainly two reasons. There was no Japanese games mm -hmm. and the controller, the original Xbox controller was Giant. too big. It was yeah. massive. You know, yeah. the you know the, they, a lot of uh, Japanese people have, you know, smaller hands or whatever. With the Xbox 360, they tried a few things. You had um, the Blue Dragon game that did okay-ish. And then you had, um, what was it? Lost Odyssey. They, they tried like those two games, but then they didn't try anything else. And that was in the time frame where Japanese developers were trying to make Americanized games. So then everything yeah. just got screwed up because there was no Japanese stuff on the 360. And then, you know, they, were they actually like, went a bit, they actually went a bit further than that. They did those two games, but then they also did Tales of Vesperia. That was exclusive 
for they, that was exclusive for a while. They did Star Ocean Four, which was exclusive, timed exclusive. They also did um, Eternal Sonata. Eternal as Sonata. Well. That was, uh, say, was yeah. also timed exclusive. So that there was actually a number of Japanese what games. Was that? They, what was that, that other bought, game so. that Sega did? Was it? Wow, what was that? Uh, last Remnant. They did the, the Last no, Remnant. Revenant. There was another one. Even that. Remnant. It was like a, it was like kind of a. It was a. I guess it was a. It was Japanese based, but it was a gun game. I'm trying to think what that was called. I have it like in my mind right now. Oh, I know um, what game you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. There, there was a, a like another yeah Japanese style. Uh, what uh, like, is that called? It was horrible though. It was not a good game. <laughs> really? I thought I thought some people actually liked it. I'm trying to think of what it was called. Um, it was RPG. Yeah, it was on the 360. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was, I, I, it was I, on the PS3 I, also, but they got it on 360. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was called. Uh, no, that was that was everything. Yeah, that was across everything. Yeah, you're talking rings. about the one that's like buy yes. something. Yeah, yeah, it was Resident of Fate, but they still got it. That's the thing, you know. Instead of yeah. you know, Jap- really, just in general, it's just be trying to get it. Like I'm surprised, honestly. I think it's because Kingdom Hearts is still kind of americanized for having disney in it you know that's probably did, the only reason they're getting it they did dump all that money and they try to get final fantasy even though it was across multiple discs had really low quality video you know that yeah, stuff they, they, super they, paid, yeah. they paid square a lot for that final for final fantasy 13 yeah yeah i mean they're, they also got 15 which was good but um uh i mean at that point i mean let's be 15 if you look at it is definitely pushing more towards the american crowd oh yeah uh, so <laughs> it was obviously going to go to that um oh yeah like it's, I said, the, actually, the gap in the United States between the PS4 and the Xbox is, I think, I don't, pe- I don't think people realize how much smaller it is than other places. It's actually closer than you think in, in America. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's because America is the place, the main, like, Xbox One is actually getting beat pretty bad in Europe. Between, between the Switch and the PS4, it's actually not doing that well. Oh, and of yeah. Course it, is, it, is, for that first two years, it was keeping up a little bit because they were, all their advertising was that the Xbox is the FIFA machine. And it was keeping up for a while, and then once PS4 got ahead, it was just it was just a race. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we just saw the Switch is about to catch the, the Xbox <laughs> total sales in uh, France. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's close about three hundred thousand yeah. systems. Around. Yeah. It's like one million to one point three million. So yeah. it's how quick the switch is catch is running it down. Um, it's it's America is pretty much where the Xbox is is still at least has a chance. Um, no chance in Japan, none, zero. <laughs> uh, most games don't even release physically there. Like Sonic was just digital, um, yeah. so yeah. no chance. Um, Monster Hunter, I think, was only on PS4 there even. Yeah, it's an exclusive. Monster yeah. is an exclusive in Japan. So uh, I mean, maybe they uh, maybe they'll pay for Final Fantasy VII remake to only have a year of exclusivity on the PS4. I don't know. Yeah. There's also, a lot like, of things to do. Valkyria Chronicles Four is not coming to the Xbox in Japan, so oh, well, but it's coming right. in America. You can get it in the West though. Uh, so so uh, any other thoughts to you guys about Sega and Microsoft? Though, what do you got any, any other thoughts on that? I mean, personally, I would like to see them, you know, just like they've been doing like Game Pass, um, maybe like a library of old Sega games. Like, a, you know, they used to have like the Dreamcast collections on um, the Xbox, X- 360. Xbox 360. Yeah. So if they had like maybe like a library of like Dreamcast stuff um, or even maybe some of the games that were on the original Xbox that were kind of like sequels or uh, maybe like Shenmue 2, uh, things like that as like a library of games to play that you could download. I mean, I'd be down for that. I mean, they have they have something called Sega Forever. Now that you mentioned that, that's exactly and what I was gonna say. I wonder if because they just made a statement recently saying that that uh, they were kind of going through growing pains and everything, and they're reporting everything, I believe, using Unity. I think 
Um, and they were talking about how they're going to just start straight up porting these games rather than have to use like, I guess, another engine, an engine that's kind of middleware, just straight up porting them over now. And I was like, what if they, after we saw this, these pictures, I was like, what if they actually took the games straight up ported them and then made a library, like you're saying, like Sega forever on the Xbox. Absolutely. So that, I mean, that's possible as well. Maybe it gets added to game pass. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think Sean like hit the nail on the head when he mentioned uh, Sega Forever. I mean, it just makes so much sense because they are looking for probably a home console too to maximize their sales on. I mean, they're on mobile platforms right now. They're on tablets. But to get back into the home console business is a totally different story, especially if you're playing some of the classic games from Sega's library. So that yeah. to me is the most logical step in this decision. I don't think that Sega would totally just sell everything to Microsoft and just give up, especially because they are technically in last place. It's like, you don't want to, you know, get in bed with the guy in last place. Like you'd much rather get in bed with like first place or second place. Right. So I just don't see it happening. Sure. Sure. Man, I, I just want to say real fast before we move on. If they mm -hmm. end up making, if this gets rolled into some sort of subscription service, whether it be Sega forever or merged into Xbox game pass somehow, and there are dreamcast games expect some very hyped videos for me because yeah. that would be so <laughs> nuts. Cause like, obviously I play so much dreamcast even to this day, just having skies of Arcadia on a modern console would be so crazy. Cool to me. Yeah, that'd be Dreamcast cool. Dreamcast has been waiting for its resurgence, man. We've wanted <laughs> yeah. it back for a long time. Hey, yeah. you know what? We were we were this close to the original Xbox being able to play Dreamcast discs. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's so close. So Dreamcast, um, <laughs> Dreamcast too. Keep the dream alive. Yeah. Did uh, did, uh, did 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 everybody? Does anyone here have have Game Pass? I should ask actually before you. Uh, I'm just yeah, curious how many people I, have it. I have it, and I'll be honest, I've never actually done a single thing with it. I actually really. I, 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 I like I like Game Pass. I, I, my thing is, I already have so many games, and I mm -hmm. install so many games at once. I'm already at the point where I have to, like, every time I get a review code, I have to uninstall something to install something. And since Xbox Game Pass, you're basically selecting it to uh, fully install a giant game and all its patches. It's just yeah. such a slow process. So I actually have that, and I have the EA Access. Uh, oh. because EA Access is... It's so good. Like, if I want to play Titanfall 2 or I want to play uh, Battlefield or whatever, all that's on there for free. Well, you're so. going to, um, I assume maybe you got it ahead of Sea of Thieves, even just because. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Same here. I'm, I'm just downloading when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. That's when I'm going to bite the bullet, is when Sea of yeah. Thieves comes out. Cause I, I don't, I don't care enough about that game to buy it, but I want to play it to do some coverage. So it's fun. It's fun. You'll actually have a good time when we do like a, a party of four and, and it's cross platform for PC. So uh, Evan and I did it, and voice chat works across even. It's kind of yeah, cool. My, my roommate's going to buy it just uh, on PC because he has a super gaming rig and he's right on the other side of this wall. So basically he's just like, all right, we'll either voice chat or I'll just yell through the vents like, all right, kill him. Well, it's interesting is you're going to see Game Pass go to PC soon. Yep. You're going to see it very, very soon. It already technically works. If you if I have Sea of Thieves, I actually install it on my PC even from Game Pass. Mm. So it works there too. Yeah, it works there too. Uh, let's see. Rob, do you, are you getting Game Pass? Do you have Game Pass? I don't have it. I am I am okay. one of the few weirdos that actually really likes my Xbox. I do play it a lot, but I just I <laughs> those weirdos. I am one of those weirdos, man. There's not many <laughs> of us, but I, I, I do like, I like my, my I like my X, my Xbox I, One X. Yeah, you got a One X. I, I know you're a big fan of it, and uh, but I, no, like, I, just, I like my Xbox. It, it's a great like 4K like player and like media streaming and like Twitch and all that. It's like the best for all that stuff. I I, I like it. Yeah, I, I totally love I mean, I love the controller. I just, I just love the console. But that's the Game Pass is just the kind of thing that I wouldn't normally buy into myself. It's too much mm -hmm. like 
dealing with digital games. And then Max, you talk about how you have to download all the patches, the yes. DLC, the full game in and out. And I already, with my whatever 10 or 12 physical games I have, if I, I'm always deleting games off of my hard drive and reinstalling, and it's just a mess already with my Xbox. So. You, need to get an external, you just need to get an external hard drive, dude. I really do need to dive into that, but I'm also like, I don't even know how long the future of the Xbox this will last. So I'm like, mm -hmm. do I need to buy an external hard drive for this Xbox? Maybe I wait and see what they do in the next couple of years. So okay. you know, I can make do. So sure, sure. Okay, very good, very good. OJ, are you are you interested in Game Pass at all? I remember I talked to you on Twitter occasionally about it. Um, no. I didn't know if you were very interested in it at all. <laughs> no, it's it's I don't want to see this type of future where <laughs> everything's just digital and like you have to you're installing everything. I was complaining about doing that in the first place, like mm. having games where it was going to be digital only. Online is what you need to do in order to like get these games. I was complaining of all that, and I definitely don't want to see that. So I'm not supporting this whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to see Game Pass. I don't. That's I don't want to. And like, I, you know what I don't like the most about it is like you don't get anything. Like obviously, I'm being an old timer, right? Physical, mm. you know, having physical media, but just being able to actually have it and not have to rely upon internet and, and getting that game. Um, and with all those games, I mean, who has time to even play all those games that they're going to be releasing on it? Does anybody really have time? to be playing all that i mean i just I don't think that's probably why they added the day and date for the uh brand new games like you just get it on game i think that's probably one of the big reasons they did that because they probably have that same thought you're explaining now is who has the time for all this but most of us want to play the new game and we don't have to spend 60. it sounds it's pretty enticing then it's 10 bucks a month right like yeah. that that is pretty cheap like even if you play like two games a month you've pretty much made your money back but mm. i mean it's it's weird i i totally agree with you oj because the digital future is so not interesting to me but mm. i think we all also know like it's coming it is i think yeah, it's coming it's because coming, man like so you we can't, can't they can't it. fit everything on a disc anymore a blu-ray yeah. they can't do it they can't fit everything on a switch card anymore I'm sure like even the, the, manufacturing, the manufacturing on the back end is probably mm -hmm. a lot of it, too. I'm sure all these companies can't wait for 10 or 15 years down the road when they're mm -hmm. like, no more boxes, no more discs, no more cartridges, mm -hmm. no more paper for the inserts and all that stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. it'll it'll happen eventually. And maybe the game. Some people say Game Pass is like the biggest first step to getting to that all digital future. I, I just don't. I don't, I don't know that I believe it. But. You, you don't own the games. I mean, that's the problem. I, there's a problem. You don't you don't have ownership of the games you, like. The games like will disappear if you stop paying for it, the games disappear. It's the same issue that I have with PlayStation Plus. The same issue I have. It's like you. It's a never-ending rental contract. Mm. I hate oh, rental man. contracts. I don't it's, like renting cars either. Like I don't like. <laughs> I, I, have, I, I have to say contracts. though, it's digital. You know? Digital on the Switch is more enticing than any system I've ever. Like you know, just because everything's point. there and it's like oh yeah. man, like Philip, you uh, you I know you were filling your SD card up like crazy. Yeah. Games on the Switch, and yeah. it's just easy I, I get why i mean i like buying the physical stuff but man when i'm buying la noir and i have to download for two hours before i can play it it's like what am i doing well yeah the, the, <laughs> the stuff that drives me crazy i i'm all right with fully digital games i'm all right with fully physical games it's the weird gray area stuff that drives me nuts like uh recently i was trying to buy a copy of uh of the original destiny for a video i was like oh i uh i have some of the dlc and i bought this uh taking king special collector's edition when you open up the box it's just a copy of destiny and like 15 uh dlc codes <laughs> it's still just it's just the original copy of destiny in yeah. a new fancy box I, yes isn't that crazy That's that's the stuff that annoys me where it's literally like, oh, so almost this box almost feels like a lie to me. 
The best is when you buy like PUBG and it's just a code inside the box. Please yeah. stop. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Sean about, <laughs> Sean Dude, about to at, lose it. <laughs> we're in such a weird place with gaming where that's happening, man. And it's it's tricky because a lot of people also love that stuff. That's the thing. I think a lot of us here are like we're a bunch of old geezers, so we miss yep. the days of like blowing in our cartridges and putting in our NESs and all that stuff. That was great. But a lot of people, especially like the young kids who are like 12, 15, 16 growing up, they're probably all about that. So yeah. and actually, you're just... absolutely right. After I did that interview with um the small shop that's closing down in April, he has yeah. exactly what he told me. He was like, the younger crowd is much more interested in buying. Not even kidding. He says he sells PlayStation cards and Xbox cards and Nintendo cards more than the games themselves. They just want to take a moment down with the games. But that's crazy. I'll just, I'll just say this real quick. Young, the younger kids, they eat Tide Pods. So what, what do they know? <laughs> what do they know about anything? Okay, that so let me just say that everything. about the younger kids. They eat Tide Pods, <laughs> buy digital, and think that it's that, great. So Those taste surprisingly good. So. <laughs> uh, that's that's great. Uh, we have uh, one more topic, and then we're going to go into full-on I guess early nostalgia, I guess recent nostalgia with the switch. Uh, <laughs> nostalgia, nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, Diablo. Uh, yes or no on the switch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Does anyone I, believe them when they say that when they're trying to play off, like it's not coming to the switch. I mean, come on. It's, it's happening. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's still, I, my theory is that this is the last hurrah of Diablo three, because we now we've seen all the hirings. They're gearing up for Diablo four right now. So I think they're trying to get one last big boost to sales and put it on the last console. Like there we're say, done. If, if they can actually run directly from Diablo three into Diablo four, given the huge ridiculous gap between two and three, yeah. that'll be so impressive. And I'll be well, really excited. I'm really sure it's excited. still going to be five years minimum, but yeah. I mean, come on. It, it, Diablo is a 360 PS3 game. Easily yeah. moved over to the Switch, probably with better resolution and better frame rates from I think, those. I think currently the size of it's only about 25 gigs, too. Yeah. It's like mm. slap that thing on a 32 gigabyte card. You know, don't be cheap. <laughs> and, and most people will buy it. And yeah, Rack's a good point, man. Good point. Local multiplayer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like It's a great game, and it would be awesome for the Switch. I'd be yeah. stoked. Yeah. Oh, I and, think the crowd also- would embrace it. It would also be like direct Blizzard support. So that in and of itself is. Oh, cool. yeah, that's it. That's a really important point. I mean, we'll just, you know, for lack of a better term, we'll be popping that Blizzard cherry if that happens. And then <laughs> anything could happen. So is that the first cool. Blizzard game on a Nintendo console since uh, what? Starcraft on N64 or something like that? Think yeah. So. Somehow, yeah. It's, somehow it's not Hearthstone. Somehow it's going to be Diablo. I have no idea. I know, right? that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes, it makes total sense for the Switch. Like, yeah, like what Rax was saying with local multiplayer. It's like the perfect game for that. Um, you know, even if they throw in the online too, like voice communication wouldn't be too big of an issue. You could still make your way through it online. So, I mean, I think it would be very wise of Blizzard to invest in Diablo on Switch. Well, hopefully by sense. the time Diablo comes to the Switch, that'll be sorted out with that September update. Yeah, seriously. If that if that doesn't have voice chat, I would just, uh, come on. <laughs> let's get that let's get that taken care of already. Um yeah. but yeah, like especially if they get single Joy-Con play with Diablo. Who man. I don't I don't know. It was heavily designed around the full, yeah, the full I, controller. I, it was even designed specially to have the action role that only consoles yeah. get. Yeah, so there's true. no way they're going well, single con. And, and remember there was a big thing when it first came out on 360 and PS3. I remember they were talking about they had to redesign the taskbar to such a heavy degree. Yeah. I think there there was a quote from the developer saying like turning a 20 button game into an eight button game is incredibly <laughs> difficult. So uh that'd be a shame if they couldn't get it there just even simplified play i don't know we had like back in the day on the wii we had them like take fifa and make it works which is like the motion waggle thing um yeah. i mean usually that's not like a uh that's not like a normal thing to give someone a single joy con that's not like something you and like 
roommates or something hang out and do everyone everyone should just get a pro controller to be honest i, I know that's not this right for everybody but yeah get a pro controller um that's just something you'd give to somebody if you guys should be getting work done and you're like you know at the office with a switch so um so like a kid, kids like my my daughter uses single joy-con all the time for stuff so. sure yeah yeah but it's not but you know like like that's not something like i'm not going to be like going to get that single joy-con and start playing some xenoblade but i would be curious to see what diablo could do with the switches maybe even joy-con features or something who knows maybe, maybe they'll have they'll fun with it maybe um so that could be cool all right I think we all pretty much assume that Diablo is getting announced probably either prior to E3 or at E3. That I think it's part of a direct, and that's why you know they were like, oh, let's be clever and, and, sh and show the switching on and off. Then everyone instantly in the comments were like, oh, it's coming to Switch, and they were just, oh, man. Yeah, we're <laughs> <I> busted. <laughs> you know, I, they were trying to be clever, and they got caught. So, um, But yeah, I think, I think everyone pretty much expects Diablo on the Switch. And it'll be fun when it shows up, because that game I don't think really ever gets old. I think it's a fun game. Mm -hmm. um, so... All right, now we've gotten through all the topic. Let's talk about the first year on the Switch turns one uh, today, actually. Turned one. Uh, I think the PS2 turned 18, I saw on, on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everyone should feel old now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I felt uh, old for years. So, yeah. what, what are you, <laughs> so let, let's talk about this because I, I know, Sean, you, you talked about it in your video. Max, you talked about it. Mm -hmm. uh, there were some massive opinions that changed, right? Massive changes in opinions on the Switch from when it came out or was announced to even now, I guess. Mm -hmm. So who wants to go first to talk about how their opinion changed? I know, Sean, yours changed. I know, Max, yours changed. I, and anyone else's. I'll, I'll throw mine out there since mine's probably the most drastic. I went from a hardcore Switch hater to a person who absolutely loves the thing. Um, it's just funny to see how much the library has changed. I feel like early on... I thought, man, there's like four games at launch basically that were new games it, it, and one of them was Bomberman and I thought that was terrible. So seeing how much the library has grown, I feel like that's kind of what impresses me most in general about Nintendo this generation is it, it seems like we're getting classic Nintendo back, which is like we want every single good game to be home on our console. Like I feel like Golf Story is such a great embodiment to that. It's like here's an incredibly unique 16-bit looking experience with hilarious writing and awesome gameplay that you literally cannot get anywhere else in the world but on the Switch. So I feel like the indies won me over almost more than all the big games, and the big games are freaking better than ever. So yeah, yeah. It, who would have thought that indie support, man? That's a massive. That's yeah, a, that's that, a thing. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yeah. Um. What about uh? What about you, Sean? Because I know I know your opinion changed on it. Yeah, I hated the thing at first. <laughs> like, I want I want power. I want more. But then once I started seeing things about it, you know, it started making sense. And then once I actually you know, picked one up. It was like, Oh, okay. I get this now. So yeah. You know, at first I was, I was very against it. I remember watching the, um, the initial reveal. I was actually at work and I was just like, swearing and throwing things and i'm like what's wrong with you i, I remember like, that i actually remember that when you first saw it i hated the thing it was you made uh, a video about it actually yeah <laughs> i mean I, I just i did not like it but you know all is well that ends well i guess so i'm yeah. glad they went that direction yeah i don't i don't i don't i you know people some people may say they saw it coming and i'm like i i don't think anybody really saw 
probably we're going to get an announcement in the 17 million range, I think, for sales in the first year. We'll have to do some math. I think it's going to be around that. After the Wii U, I don't know if anyone would really say, you know, a year and a half ago, oh, yeah, yeah the Switch, yeah, yeah, 17 million first year, no problem. Um, I don't think anyone did it, but uh, did anyone else's opinion change from, uh, I guess, I guess bad or good or even good or bad if you don't really like the Switch as much anymore? Yeah. Um, anyone else out there? Yeah, I mean, when I first heard of it, same kind of reaction that Sean had. Like, I was like, what is this? Like, a tablet? Like, whatever. But um, I ended up having one pre-ordered just on the outside chance that it wasn't going to be uh, terrible. And I'm glad that uh, I did pre-order it. Um, but the funny thing was is that I actually ended up canceling that pre-order literally a couple of days beforehand and i just happened to be in the mall and uh gamestop i saw people lined up outside and they were like oh yeah we got extra switches and for some reason like i was just like oh, may maybe i'll just hop in line ended up picking up uh breath of the wild and honestly my opinion changed that night i was literally like whoa this thing is crazy i wasn't expecting the uh the the power honestly i was expecting it to be a lot less uh quality um, but now that we've got things like doom, like my opinions changed in intensely. Like I didn't realize that the thing was literally going to have so much power, uh, packed into this. I mean, when you look at it and you see how tiny it is, it's incredible how they've even like managed to get the resolutions that they have in my opinion. So, I mean, I think it's absolutely incredible. That's, that's really my opinion. It definitely went from like garbage to godly uh in one day so that's an interesting uh thing i think if you watch everyone's unboxing when you open it up and you see the switch and you pick it up you're like wow this thing's tiny like yeah everybody had if you go back and watch everyone's everyone had that mm -hmm. same thought if you filmed yourself unboxing it mm -hmm. i did a live stream and that's the first thing i said when i opened it. i was like whoa this thing is tiny and um, i was expecting it to be like you know get like really hot when you play it and it i don't feel like it gets very hot like i feel like they did a good job of like oh i, I did a whole video on that you can go yeah. see the exact temperature yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah no they did a good job on the cooling the cooling's yeah. solid uh they underclocked it. i think that has a lot to do with it but they did they, they did if you open up looking at it, it's actually quality parts in there and i'm actually pretty happy about that absolutely um, they, and, but i also don't think nintendo designed a ton of the hardware around it. i think nvidia and uh had a lot to do with what we're seeing in there true um, so uh it's honestly if you look at the switch compared to the other systems i mean i hear my playstation 4 pro trying to take off into like the night i was like oh my god is this thing gonna transport to space like what there, is going there's on? a there's a video that i never published i still have the files for it where i actually tried to modify my ps4 pro to get it to shut up and i it never worked <laughs> i did a lot of stuff to it to get it to happen and it's just the engineering is just bad in the ps4 pro to be honest just be honest um get a ps4 slim if you don't care about 4k it, it's it, the thing's silent well, um, but I, I have a ps4 slim and even mine gets loud if i play anything open world for some reason mm -hmm. i'll be like like totally whisper silent most of the time and then i turn on monster hunter all of a sudden it just <laughs> like, oh, okay it makes me it makes me actually pretty impressed with the xbox one <laughs> um but they they put some money into that cooling i will say that so um that has a lot to do with it uh, final fantasy on the, X, yes. the original xbox will ex it might explode it's so <laughs> <laughs> it literally might explode. So I mean, I, I felt there was going to be a red ring of death when I was playing on there. Now the Xbox One S, much better. But, yes, uh, yeah, that thing's quiet. That thing's real yeah. quiet. I, I have an Xbox One S. Uh, it's it's super quiet. It's it's great. It's that the technology put into that system is also. I think it's just as impressive as Xbox One X, in my opinion, um, in terms of what they made with the S. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Um, let's uh, fill up your 
channel came around when the switch came out right yeah yeah so that where, was... were, where, where were your thoughts on the switch when it came out to how you are now where you went from uh, a channel on youtube starting out with the switch to running uh, a podcast on ign um i mean i honestly my excitement for the switch just grows and grows more and more every day like i i was a believer within the first you know day of the announcement trailer i remember the moment it was revealed and we actually saw what it was when it went from nx to switch mm -hmm. like even the name itself got me excited like the the fact that nintendo was going all in on on another portable console but it was going to have like home console features and, and graphics and all that stuff I mean, they won me over instantly. And and this is a company that I felt like really um, burned me with the Wii U. You know what I mean? I was almost mad at them. Like, I was like, yeah. I can't believe this. I felt so betrayed. <laughs> um, but then, like, and then actually, like, going to the preview events and, and, and picking up, like, you went to a preview went, uh, event before it came out and you got a chance to play it, right? I did. Yes, I did right. do that. And so I remember, like, when I went to the one here in San Francisco, actually, um, I... I just instantly like knew right away like this is special this feels good like this feels like a quality or a jump in quality compared to like whatever this thing is you know so it's your price tablet yeah exactly like there's just no comparison and now on top of that like my expectations of the system and my excitement grows even more as we continue to see like more third parties jumping in um, more games coming more first party titles coming that we want to see and and you know these rumors building up that for the most part, we know we're going to get Smash eventually on Switch. You know what I mean? We know we're going to get a Pokemon Switch soon. So, Lovely like, to guy. me, that is just, like, oh, God, I love it, you know? So yeah. The marketing was a lot better with the Switch, too. The Wii U marketing was amateurish, I will say that. Uh, it's got massive difference with the uh, the Switch. Their marketing department's on point right now. Yeah, um, I think so, it, uh, yeah. it was smart. I, their first three commercials are basically just music videos of adults playing the Switch. I think that was such a smart move. It's out of the yeah. gate being like, no, this is... This is for hardcore gamers. Like, if you want to take this to a party, that's cool. But it's also something of like, look, if you and your friends want to play some basketball underneath the bridge, apparently that's what this is for. <laughs> Everyone, well, get off the court. We're playing digital here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I take a break from basketball actually, and play basketball. I've actually said a couple times on my channel, I almost feel like it's a different Nintendo with the Switch. Like, yeah, uh -huh. Nintendo who was the Wii U Nintendo is a different company, it feels like. I mean, we obviously have the the thing we couldn't help with the changing of Iwata over to Kimishima, but that and the system, the marketing, just how they're, where they're choosing to market to, it's not only like how good their commercials are, but obviously the Super Bowl thing and all these other things. I mean, it just feels like a different company in all the best ways. Well, there were all those rumors that uh, there was basically a revolution inside the company a couple of years ago. There was a lot of like rumors that the old guard was getting basically hated. Like there was just all these stuffy dudes at the top who are like, no, this is the one way things can work. And so yeah. uh, judging by how different things are now, it definitely seems like somebody managed to can get they, into can power. They fix their, can you fix, can they fix whoever, whatever old person's running the YouTube Copyright claiming system. Yeah, that person's, gotta go. that person's gotta go. Well, they did change, like as far as the directors compared to who was um, making the system. Um, like this is Takahashi, this is Shinya uh, and uh, Koizumi. Uh, they're they're new guys that got. I mean, they've been with the company, but they're new in terms of who developed it. Miyamoto and Jinyo, uh, Jinyo, he they were the ones who did Wii U particularly, and they moved over to Shinya Takahashi and uh, Koizumi. So they're the ones who did Switch. Also, Scott Moffat, who was marketing and was doing all that for here in America, he left the company or he I think he kind of got like leave. 
but like they like you know they both decided just yeah <laughs> i think they kind of just said leave after the whole wii u marketing yeah. but i mean like uh they got rid of him and they didn't re they didn't necessarily replace him so like and they they promoted a couple other people to have bigger roles some of the treehouse people in terms of marketing and putting things together so i think overall um it's just a lot of stuff changed like they knew they couldn't do the same thing that they did you know um with this one and miyamoto didn't even miyamoto didn't really even have a say on this console at all he was just kind of from the outside looking in and just you know they he would bring it up kind of like being a consultant kind of like yeah. you know things like that well, so, um, he, he said specifically he's trying to prepare himself to be replaced so he said every yeah. project he would basically say like treat me like a ghost like you can see me you can talk to me but do everything without me like mm -hmm. and then i'll just step in when i feel like it's needed yeah, it so, seems like he's actually yeah. comfortable in that role, too. Like, a couple of years ago, we started hearing talks about he's stepping away. They wanted to take all the new guys in the company and start moving their relevance up with all the projects that they're doing. And I think that you're right. Miyamoto's stepping aside. It just feels like that. That's what's been mm -hmm. happening. And he's, cool he's, he's been doing what he wants to do, though, because he like he loves movies. I think he likes movies more than video games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's been he doing gets to work on the Mario stuff. movie. Yeah, yeah, he gets to do that. He gets to work on Universal. He helped. Park, uh, yeah. like, the theme park stuff. He did the Pikmin short movie. That, uh, that's actually pretty good. I don't even like Pikmin that much, but I watched it. it was, it's not bad. Um, so he did that. So he's doing what he actually likes to do. And, you know, he's at the age where it's like, he's played everything. He's done everything. Let him do what he really wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Like The dude the came up with Mario, man. Let him take some some time to do something fun. Yeah, let, <laughs> let him do something different. He's played everything, man. It's time for, like, the younger guys to kind of get in. So, I mean, I, I, like, I like his new role. I think it's good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. He's got to find. Like I said, he's got to find the guy with the the copyright button in front of him. Take him <laughs> out. Yeah. Just <laughs> hey, got to <laughs> Um. Uh. So. Uh, okay. So what? When did you guys? Did you guys get the switch the night it came out? Did everybody just like go to their GameStop and get it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I literally drove like I was driving from uh, Thousand Oaks, Los Angeles, like as fast as I could because I was working back when I had a normal normal job. I was working um, and I was like driving as fast as I could because I was there working. And I was like, I, I need to get back to play this. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Best, uh, but I was the Best Buy. I, I should, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Max. I was going to say, I have both sides of the experience. I got mine three days before it came out. Nintendo Nintendo sent out all the review uh, switches and then they did a second wave of review switches. So I got the second wave of them. So I ended mm -hmm. up having it like four days before launch. And so I was rushing to try and uh, do a video about... Uh, uh zelda and then at the same time i ended up managing to pre-order it at the last minute i pre-ordered on GameSpot, uh gamestop.com so i ended up going to a gamestop uh for a midnight launch as well so i got both cool. sides of the experience nice very nice very nice that's pretty cool uh sean did you go that night and get it no i went to best buy okay day. oh okay very good i don't know if i because I, I went to midnight release i don't know if everyone else did the same thing i was just ready to get it yeah, i was midnight, like i haven't yeah. talked about this thing so much i'm ready to get it now i was there at midnight man i'm like i'm, I'm getting this thing but my best buy botched it you know they let people who didn't pre-order get theirs before people who did pre-order oh, it was, yeah, oh that's it was, awful it was ridiculous and, and i told them you guys are i told you guys i i told i said you guys are messing this up i didn't get out of there for an hour and a half and I pre ordered oh, mine, you know. <laughs> At least you got your Switch, though. That's a good thing. Yeah. So, but, that, yeah. that reminds me of uh, remember the Ouya, the people who backed the Ouya, like the $300 level were supposed to get it first, and it ended up being in. Uh, in the st in stores before yeah. the people who pre-ordered it and people are mad as hell like give me my paperweight <laughs> that's great oh man that is awesome yeah it was a it was a fun night because a lot of us covered it up until then and it was like mm -hmm. finally we can get this thing so yeah it was, it was I, fun it's, build up. 
It's interesting because like when you talk about finally getting the switch in our hands, I felt like after two years of the whole NX debacle and all the rumors and then all the patents and then the fake controllers and all those things. <laughs> oh man. We all we all were put through the gamut when it comes to just finally getting Nintendo's next darn system in our hands. And like we could all finally walk out of a store with this thing in our hands. Man, that felt so good. Dude, it felt so, so good. That the moment I got my, so when I got mine a couple days before uh, release, at the time, uh, my roommate, uh, I, I was renting out basically this house from these old people, and the old guy would come over occasionally, and so he was over at the house at the time, and I get this giant box from Nintendo, I open it up, and inside of it was the Switch in its box, and I set it down with like this reverence, like, Oh my god, it's finally in my hands. I'm trying to it's I'm opening, I'm like shaking. I'm literally on the living room floor. I was so like blown away that I actually had this. And I'm like, and he was like, What is that? I was like, This is the new Nintendo. He's like, Is that a good thing? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh man. Sean, people are like people are people are putting you in the shadow of the Colossus on Twitter. You see that? <laughs> what? Did you did somebody tweeted out a uh, picture of the shadow of the Colossus and they have uh the chips is the bag of chips is the wanderer and then they have RGU as the as the big colossus. Oh <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see this. Where is it? <laughs> and then his uh his his sword is uh not hitting the mute button. <laughs> I don't see it. Who did that? I just retweeted it. Yeah, that was that's funny. Oh, that's okay, I see. It. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> um, oh, uh, OJ, let me ask you. Let me ask you, man. You were on the. You were uh, around talking about the Switch when it was still not really known what it was, right? And you and and Dave had a very interesting stream. Oh yeah. Best can stream you, ever. Can you, can you explain? <laughs> I heard you talking about it in your live stream, and we're we're kind of talking about memories of the Switch, and I, I have to talk about that because that's, you talked about it in your stream, and and it was uh it was it was an interesting story you had there. Which story was it? There was like multiple ones. Can you give me a hint so I can it remember? Was, it was when uh it was when the Switch was revealed from uh, uh, not being a home console. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so me and Dave, we were there. And it was so funny because we were so confident that he was right with this information. Nintendo came out the day before and was like, our next home console. And everyone's like, ah, ah, there you go, home console. <laughs> it's going to be what he said. And then when we were on the stream, we were streaming beforehand. Everyone was, we were all like, okay, this is exactly what we're going to be, what it was. And then we started watching it and look, the dude's sitting down and we're like, look, look, it's a home console. Like, and then all of a sudden he walks up and like he detaches the controls. And I was like, detachable controllers. And like, you see Dave's face just go like, ah, <laughs> it was, it was the best. It was the best. It was the best. Um, I was just laughing uncontrollably. I had a hard time not laughing about how wrong we were. So it was, um, it was a very interesting day. And, um, uh, <laughs> It's funny to look yeah. back on these things back then because there were oh, yeah. there were there were so many rumors and stuff flying everywhere and, yeah. and it was it was just it is Nintendo throwing everybody through a loop again. So yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious, like how wrong we were. Like that's I, I thought it was really funny. Like my, my face was like I was like covered like this the whole time. I thought it was funny. Um but yeah, like that's pretty much how we spent it that time. Um I was still not 100 percent sold. It wasn't until January when they showed off that event and I watched that event multiple times. That's when I was like, okay, I'm sold. Because I, I actually counted all the games. I'm like, yo, yeah. like 
they come out with everything that they're saying that they're going to come out with in this first year, this system is going to be amazing. And that's kind of when it turned my, um, you know, turned my opinion around. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's games, man. They'll do it. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only person who took months to be one over. Like all of y'all were so on board. I, I'm the one person who was so slow. Like, it, I mean, I literally had my switch for probably three or four months before I finally was like, oh, okay, I admit I was wrong. This is sweet. Well, the, I mean, the way I saw it is I have a PS4, I have an Xbox. I don't really need another box that's like, you know, them. Technically, yeah. I wouldn't mind having an option for like a dock or some kind of peripheral of some kind just to make it, you know, get to that point. But I like the idea of the Switch being something you can move away from your TV with just because I already have two things that cannot leave the TV for mm-hmm. those other games. So, I, you know, what I sometimes, you know, we need a Nintendo in the marketplace to do something different. Oh, you know? definitely. Yeah, That's the way I see it, really. You know, so, something I kind of talked about on my video today, too. Like, I, I could not agree with more than that. Honestly, like a healthy Nintendo is so good for the industry. And we've all lived through the healthy and unhealthy Nintendo ebbs and flows throughout the decades. And mm-hmm. whenever they're at their best, I think the whole industry is at its best and everyone's mm-hmm. challenging everyone. And Nintendo is the disruptor, you know, like that's what they do. They, they want to disrupt the industry and, and change all these things. And something, uh, my one year anniversary video I put up this morning, actually, I kind of brought this up too. What's really crazy and awesome about the switch to me is that when you see how badly the Wii U failed, and I am an unapologetic Wii U supporter, man. I love the console. It was dumb, but I love it anyway. However, <laughs> it failed so bad. And it's it's really pretty crazy and awesome of Nintendo to have continued to try something different because I could have totally envisioned a world where Nintendo would have been like, well, we tried, you know, the Wii was great, but the Wii U sucked and failed and we lost money and no one likes Nintendo. So we shouldn't we shouldn't take any more chances. Let's just make, let's actually compete with the PlayStation and Xbox. And they could have tried that. They might not have wanted to gamble again, but they did because that is just like what they do. So I think that we're all pretty lucky that Nintendo was willing to take another chance after the Wii U and like look at the 180 that they did. It's like an unprecedented 180. So it's mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah, they could run that race that no one will ever win. Um, the resolution yeah. race. Um, yeah. and uh, they could they could have people seem to think Nintendo couldn't do it. They could all they're doing is hiring, you know, NVIDIA or AMD to come up with the system for them. That's all these companies really do sure they work with it somewhat but it's not like sony or x microsoft are just sitting in there building this chip by themselves or anything so any of these companies can just say hey we want to make a really cool system that's very powerful you know help us basically uh so in fact nintendo obviously went to nvidia and I, i'm telling you i looked through the switch nvidia made i'd say 90 percent of that system so um it's interesting to see them do that i'm actually kind of happy like i said like you said rob it's we need creativity and things that are different in the in the yeah. console and space they're, and they're not Why even not? done like labo shows that they're not done like they're still doing weird stuff like yeah which is good, so why not why not I'm, I, like i said the big thing i'm looking forward to right now is they're online that's i think the yeah. well, why don't we look forward here real quick mm-hmm. before we go on to question stuff uh, we talked about you know the the first year and everything what do we what do we think is going to happen here in the second year now um with the with this online service showing up with possibly pokemon launching um sometime in the next you know before next march um, what, what do we, what do we think about the second year coming up? I, a million percent. I think the biggest push is going to be virtual console. Uh, I a hundred percent think that right now their docket is kind of sparse. There is some cool stuff coming out, but we don't have a ton of set release dates. Like we don't have the month by month breakdown we had for year one. 
Uh, and I think that's because they're purposely leaving the path clear right now so they can just drop a virtual console bombshell at some point. Because even in chat, I see people talking about the fact that if they just brought Chrono Trigger, the original Super Nintendo version of Chrono Trigger over on the Switch, stuff like that would just be such an explosive bestseller. So I 100% that's, that's where all my faith is right now. Hmm. Okay, Virtual Console. I, I think a lot of it's going to set around online. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to see some kind of game come out that pushes that online, probably like Smash Bros. maybe, but uh, they're they're actually kind of hyping up the, the online a little bit, so... I mean... All right, Sean? You can mute your mic while you vomit. Oh, man, we're going to have a live death. Bringing down the Colossus. The Colossus oh, is winning. Colossus is coming down. A thousand dude. likes and we'll kill a man. Oh, oh, no. are, you the, are you the remastered version or are you the original PS2? Which one are you? Are you the PS3, the PS2, or the, or the PS4? Or the well, no, it's over when there's just a big spew of black smoke comes out of it. Yeah. Falls over. The sad yeah. music plays and it like, flies he's by. The, he's, the PS3, he's the PS3 version. Not quite the best, but somewhere in the middle. <laughs> All right, we're, we're we're done with the chips for now. <laughs> um, I think um, I think as we get closer to E3 and as we get into E3, um, a lot of you know Nintendo's plans are going to be shown um, or come to light. It's better said. Um, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of uh, a lot of games uh, from both from both first party and third parties. Um, obviously, like last year in 2017, we had Mario Odyssey at the end of the year and Breath of the Wild at the beginning of the year. I'm sure we we technically have a Fire Emblem, like a core Fire Emblem game coming out this year at the end of this year. But I don't think that that's big enough to be Nintendo's flagship title um, for a holiday release. Right. I don't think they dress up E3 around Fire Emblem. I think you're right. You guys are all so, insane. That's all I got to say. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not I'm not downplaying <laughs> Fire Emblem at all. But you in, are. The, in the wet, I'm not. Well, in I, the don't West. Want, I, I don't think it's going to sell to the mom or dad or anything like that. You know what I mean? It it's sell not going to sell to the masses. It's not going to sell to the casuals. I'm, I'm, I'm joking with you. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a super Fire Emblem fan. Like, it's my favorite yeah. Nintendo franchise. I know. Like, yeah. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> But um, I love Fire Emblem too. But at the same time, I don't think it's strong enough to be their leading game um, for the platform. I think that it's going to have to be something like Smash, or it's going to have to be Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got it. Yep. Um, those, you know, alongside online, because having a powerful online infrastructure with a massive title, especially a competitive title like Smash, and we oh, see yeah. that Nintendo is very interested in getting into the competitive community. Yeah. Um, that would be very impressive. And I would be totally down to play like a shared world Pokemon game um, where you're just kind of like running through a town and then all of a sudden you see random other people there, kind of like Destiny. I think that would be so cool. So, dude, if they do that, people are going to not just not go anywhere anymore. That's, that's actually the Pokemon <laughs> stay game. Stay home forever. That's the Pokemon game that would get me interested in a Pokemon game because yeah. I've never really been into this series, but I've been waiting for that crazy, humongous RPG like console version, like next gen version. And that kind of idea does get me pretty excited so and they could do it man like the online i think that the online launching in september whatever nintendo finally decides to do and tell us about that that really could be a huge i guess i can use the word turning point i mean it's not like mm -hmm. the system's not struggling so turning point sounds weird well i mean I think, their, their I online I mean. gets made fun of a lot right it's it's kind of their weakest yeah. point is their online yeah. um around features so i would say turning point for their online service absolutely yeah, and like their business model and that could be you know we've all been enjoying like a really pretty good lineup of third-party games it's like hey third parties are caring about nintendo again and they're doing well on nintendo and the gamers are we're all enjoying having third parties like doom and whatnot and it's it's entirely possible that when this online launches that we might finally see that flood 
of like really high profile third party games. Like that might be when an Overwatch finally shows up. And I've been singing the song of Call of Duty. I feel like 2018's Call of Duty will come to the Switch and that would obviously launch right after the September launch. And so I'm just hoping that that's really when those cards start to get played. And I think it's a good shout that it happens. It could be really good. I think there's a reason why the online is launching just before November and December. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're probably getting ready so. for something. Yeah. I think so, yeah. And, and also their own games. I mean, you know, I can talk about Call of Duties and whatnot, but you bring up Pokemon, you know, if, if, does Metroid launch this year? Maybe, maybe not. There's a lot of talk about if that has online multiplayer. Every day I'm leaning more and more towards thinking that that game probably will have some kind of online stuff and Smash would be huge. So, if, yeah, first and third party, man. September could be huge. If, if it's just called Pokemon Online, people are going to lose their uh, minds. They can call it Pokemon Line. Boom. Okay, I, I see people talking in the chat right now. I'm going to give you guys a deal, okay? People in the chat. If this stream gets to 1,000 likes, we will not unlist it, and it'll go live. It'll go public instantly. All right. That's I will deal. work out something to do with the Patreon. Uh, so I see Pete because this is the biggest spawncast to have. It's the Switch's first birthday. I, I think I'll come up with something for the Patreon people, Evan. Don't worry. But if they, if you get to a thousand likes, I will we'll make it go uh, live right away. It will not go unlisted. I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna like it right now myself. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I didn't do that. <laughs> so there you go, guys. We've never. I don't think we ever hit a thousand likes during our streams. So there you go. I'm giving you guys a, an ultimatum there for that. Holy, <laughs> that was a big jump. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there we go. Uh, all right. So we're uh, about 25 minutes actually out from the end of the stream. I guess we can go through some of the questions. Evan, you want to get any set up from uh, from the, the, the Discord, from the Patreon that we have? Um, and uh, let me let me bring up any of the Super Chats or anything that went through just so I can get that set up. You guys can talk amongst yourself for a second while I get that going. Um, so how about uh, that time when RGT uh, almost died? <laughs> Which time? Well, about 10 minutes ago, specifically. <laughs> well, we don't know what kind of chips they were. That's the real question. Uh, they are habanero, white cheddar, quinona, chia chips. You oh, lost man. me a white cheddar. White cheddar is disgusting. I can't explain why. It's awful. I love it. Terrible man. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Super chat. I will go through these now. We have Robert Erickson who dropped the 20 sacks on us. Um, it's a jackpot on Spawncast tonight. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate that. Uh, the Wolf Den, again, donating that save slot from Metal Gear Force. Uh, $9.99. Uh, you say he's not home, but have some money. Thank you. Uh, check out Wolf Den. Uh, good channel. Good channel. Overall, Bob's awesome. So make sure you check them out and subscribe to them. Good people over there. Uh, they actually just got their. They actually just unboxed their silver play button. Actually, uh, this last stream, I believe they did. So they're moving up. Yeah, I know, right? They're moving up in the world <laughs> someday. Someday. <laughs> uh, this is uh, from uh, Jinto Key. Uh, said uh, just bought Gravity Rush Two on sale for twenty three dollars until the sixth. Uh, glad to hear the PlayStation's focus on single player games. That's actually a big point um we just saw horizon zero dawn hit 7.6 million sales yeah uh which is good people like to compare zelda and horizon as being competitive but technically if you really look at the the landscape of gaming now with games as a service they're technically on the same team trying to keep single player games alive <laughs> so uh, there's a bethesda 
there's yeah. a, a crazy sale going on on PlayStation Network right now. Like basically everything that won any sort of award in the last year is super discounted. I just got uh, Titanfall 2 for $6 on PlayStation 4, which that is a steal. Yeah. It's and the really single player that has one of the best single player shooter campaigns ever. So seriously, yeah. six bucks is ridiculous. Yeah. What about Battlefront 2? Uh, that's that's pretty good, you know. It uh, how overpriced that game is. It came as twenty four dollars on Origin right now. Wow, People still aren't buying it. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's, that's that's twenty seven dollars too much. They have to pay <laughs> me for that bandwidth. Three dollars yeah. every time yeah, you get a copy. They have to pay me for that bandwidth, man. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, support your single player games uh, because while I don't think they'll go away completely, I do think third parties are looking at that games as a service. So if you're not, a, maybe you like games as a service and there you go, you can, you can do that. But I do think there is a, a, I think there will start to be a drought of single player games from big companies that aren't selling systems. So, or just getting indie games do that. <laughs> um, uh, did ever, did everybody hear, uh, I guess everyone here mostly played horizon or at least tried it at some point. Yeah. 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 I beat, okay, yeah. beat it twice. Uh, and now my my girlfriend's playing through it right now. She's almost done with it. It's just loving the hell out of it. Cool, cool. Okay, good, good, good. Support your single player games, people. Because mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, that's actually kind of a that's actually a future you probably don't want. OJ is a games as a service future because that would be one where they wouldn't probably even try to sell stuff in store. It would all be digital then. Yeah, I don't want that. I, I've actually yeah. um, I need to go back and play Horizon Zero Dawn. I want to get through it. I'm um, just been getting through a bunch of other stuff, but like. <clears throat> stuff like sort of online like i'm not so against online as much it's just like make sure you just put in like a like a single player campaign too like make sure you actually take a little bit of time to put in a single player campaign don't just like go all multiplayer that's the only thing that i don't want to see call of duty actually had a good uh single player actually um so that's worth checking out i know a lot of people get call of duty and just jump into the multiplayer they actually had a pretty good this most recent one a good single player yeah you know that's the one thing with call of duty i do just if i am gonna play i haven't really played call of duty seriously but if i am because like the multiplayer has like leveling up and stuff so i actually find the multiplayer more compelling than the single player because the single player sure. doesn't have those elements but the multiplayer sure. does so um let's see uh wishbone says uh why is dice trying to copy activision on the ww2 route seems stupid to me smart move would to skip that and go to vietnam uh, I hope the rumor is not true. Uh, this was something we heard that uh, the next Battlefield will be called Battlefield 5 or V. I assume that's supposed to be 5. Um, and it will take place in World War II going from the World War One that Battlefield 1 was doing. Um, but then we also heard a rumor a while ago that contradicts that saying Battlefield Bad Company 3 is in development for Vietnam. I think because I think Battlefield 5 makes more sense going to WW2 seeing the success of you know what we've seen with Activision, but um, and it kind of makes sense as a follow up Battlefield One. But would you guys prefer them to do something like Vietnam or just more WW2? I am a I mean, million percent on board with World War II. I loved Call of Duty World War II way more than I ever would have expected. So seeing Battlefield's take on that, I mean, man, hell yeah. Okay, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> I don't uh, I mean, I, I actually do like Call of Duty World War Two, but it's it's like pretty plain at the same time for me. So it's and I also don't really care about Battlefield, but I, I would I would agree with like the larger kind of sentiment in the industry that like World War Two's played out. And so I'm just kind of like I, I feel like they don't need to do that. I don't know if it'd be good for them to do that, but, okay. you know, OK, OK. So, uh, yeah. Uh, what were you saying, OJ? EA makes that game, right? <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. I'll, I'll pass. Did you see? Did you see that they're um they're actually? I think they're a little terrified of of 
backlash right now. Did you see that article put out by uh, Jason Schreier, I think, over Kotaku, saying that they're very tentative about using loot boxes as game-breaking items? Good. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Tentative. So, it should yeah. be way more than tentative. Well, I think they're a little worried about it because of the backlash for Battlefront 2. So Battlefront 2 yeah. was made an example. It's Like I said, it's $24 yeah. right now. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> so it was made an example of. Um, uh, so I wouldn't expect it to be jammed in there like like we had before. Uh, Mr. Falang says, uh, Merry Switchmas, everyone. Okay. That, that works. Merry Switchmas. Uh do you guys, this is from Leo uh, saying, do you guys feel Nintendo Direct will happen soon, not knowing what will come out in April? <laughs> everyone, man, Nintendo Direct, dude. Every, everyone uh, everyone wants Tyron Nintendo Big Direct. Direct, dude. Everyone's like, yeah, the Nintendo Directs. It's just like, it gets, I mean, it gets exciting when you see it because people want, obviously, want more games, right? You know, so um, I, I get why people want them. Um, but what do you guys think? When, when's the next Direct showing up? I might as well go down the line and answer that. I think it'll be like right before E3. I really feel like we'll get one before E3. I think you're right about that. I think we'll see one yeah. before you three. Uh, any, anyone else want to chime in? We can go down the line here. I, and uh... I, I would hope sometime. I mean, I really just want them to talk about uh, the online as soon as humanly possible. Even if it's not coming out for months, I'm hoping we get at least a mini direct in the next 60 days. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we'll get anything massive. Obviously, they're going to probably want to save their big announcements for E3, but they probably need something in between E3 and now um, just to kind of keep that momentum going, keep the excitement up and and get people excited for E3. So I wouldn't be surprised if we got, I wouldn't call it a mini direct, but some like some sort of an announcement, just, you know, boom, here's the trailer for this, or here's, you know, an unveil of this, nothing too drastic, but just to keep the, the flames burning. Yeah, I, haven't had, I, I realize I haven't streamed an event in a long time. It feels like it's been a while since <laughs> I've done anything. I don't know. Is that just me? I don't know. Well, yeah, because you, you didn't stream. Did you stream the mini? I did. Thing? I did actually. Okay, yeah. I, I actually, I actually knew when it was going to show up, yeah. so I was already ready to go. Uh, so short, you know. So if it didn't yeah. really feel like a real like a streaming event, you know. So yeah, it's been a while since anything big has come up, you know. But like I'm streaming like Sony stuff, Microsoft. There's like like nothing's happening. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just like that all the time this time of year. But um, yeah. Early I don't know. I mean, this time last year, everyone was going Switch crazy. So you know. Yeah. A little different this year, uh, but does anyone think a, a direct will show up in March? Um, yeah, there was some fake Photoshop thing that was floating around earlier in the week that said March eighth, um, and I was so realistic I believed it. One hundred percent. My actual <laughs> my schedule of videos says uh, March eighth, Nintendo Direct question mark question mark. So, uh, but I guess that turned out to be fake. So. <laughs> uh, Dan Miller says, if Nintendo does make VR for the Switch, uh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, bring out a new power glove and a pair with HD Rumble for fingers, palm, and wrist. <laughs> yeah. Take VR to a whole new level. Let's the, do it. How Let's ridiculous would that be if next year we're talking about VR with a power glove coming Re out? Ready player one. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, we, we need a, a right and a left power glove, man. We got to do it. Dude, the Joy-Cons cost, what, $80? I wonder how much this thing's going to cost. <laughs> I mean, how crazy would that be, though, if you have rumble in each fingertip and each part of your hand and everything? That, that would be interesting. I wonder if they could actually simulate things touching your hand like that, or like I think holding that something. um I, I think that they do. I saw something like years ago, and I, yeah, there's, I there's there's a prototype that exists, and it makes it where you yeah. can pick up objects, and it stops your hand. It's that's called haptic feedback, and it literally yeah. makes it where like I can pick up my phone in VR, and it'll say that it's that you're holding that object. 
Mm. It's what I, what super I saw prototype. is, uh, yeah, and what I saw, and I think it, I don't know if it's the exact same thing, Max, but like if you picture a glove that has like all these, like it's like hundreds of little pressure oh, things yeah. like all around, so that if you were to grab your phone, the pressure things simulate the parts of your fingers touching the phone. And it, that's it, like what it is. That's what it, I, it, it looks right, like. Something cool. straight out of Mission Impossible. Like when I saw <laughs> it, it looks like a Mission Impossible gloves for climbing glass or something. Yeah, mm. pretty cool. Uh, Leo says, "Did you guys see the Game Informer's 300th cover of Samus?" Yes, I did, and hey. that better be the one that shows up in my mailbox, or I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna go to GameStop. <laughs> I'm getting that magazine. That thing is awesome. I have my Mega Man 11 cover over there. I'm getting that. I'm getting that Samus one. Did you guys see it, by the way? Yes, yeah. I did. I low resolution picture of it. Nothing good though. Uh, there's one, I think, uh, Nintendo, my Nintendo news, I think put a really big yeah, picture of it. Quote, there's four different covers. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the other, what were the other covers? There was uh, Red Dead, there was World of Warcraft. There were weird choices. Metroid, Red Dead, World of Warcraft, and I don't remember the fourth. Mm, okay, okay. So the Metroid was the one that caught my eye. I was like, yeah, I'm about to get, yeah. I'm about to get that. Gorgeous. Definitely. Um, and, uh, Vega Vega Busters says, uh, "Love your guys' podcast. Keep up the good work." P.S. Hopefully, Virtual Console comes soon. And thoughts may flash Nintendo Switch. Am I missing with that? May oh, flash. May isn't that an adapter? It, oh, yeah, it's that... like a, a GameCube adapter. It's like a GameCube adapter, oh, but like the third right, party, right? 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 Yeah. That... yeah. So okay, so they're saying um, Virtual Console using the May Flash Nintendo Switch adapter for GameCube controllers. Is that the idea? Yeah, I think what he means is like for GameCube Virtual Console, like Ooh. you could plug in a GameCube controller and that solves mm. the pressure sensitivity, yeah. at least mm. for playing on TV. It, it, um, it's a USB adapter, Mayflash USB adapter. Oh, game, right, 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 right. A new way to play is to give us some Joy-Cons that have those triggers and fully decked out as GameCube colors and everything. When we yeah. were just talking about peripherals, <laughs> I was actually thinking about it after we stopped talking about it. Like, what if we had something that the Switch slides into that actually has like the GameCube style like almost like where the joy cons are but it's gamecube style with the with the pressure sensitivity mm. that'd be sweet that'd yeah. be awesome yeah let's do that let's go with some especially for smash oh yeah. man how much money would they make from uh joy con controllers that are themed after gamecube controllers yeah, a lot <laughs> all <laughs> of my money amount. they would yeah. get all of my money an obscene amount of money that'd be insanity yeah. especially if like the That'd grip awesome. if you slide them into the grip and all the, it has the same kind of form factor as the gamecube controller and has an extra battery in there yeah <laughs> man i'd be all right with that i'd be on board there that'd be sweet uh uh voyerel papa floria says uh what genres <laughs> do you guys think the switch needs or that you would like to see the most what it needs i i think mm -hmm. I, maybe more first person shooters i more horror i feel like yeah. we have some yeah. horror but i'm a huge horror lover and i've i have literally hundreds of games i can play to scare the crap out of myself on my ps4 and my xbox but there's literally nothing that really terrifies me that's not a port right now on uh on yeah. switch i want to start seeing some mmos show up that would be cool Ooh, yeah Cheers. fantasy yeah. star 2 oh, oh please that is, don't that is it's only in japan man come on yeah. <laughs> yeah. only in japan only in and it's streamed to the system it's not even like it's not something you download Really? Yeah, it's streamed. Yeah, it's just it like the flying. 3DS Dragon oh, Quest it, 10. It's all cloud. It's all cloud based. The yeah. whole, the whole game is. It's I mean, you're gonna be online to play it anyway. So yeah. yeah, that's true. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting how they did that. Like you said, the 3DS version of Dragon Quest 10 is the same way. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Uh. What other genres? Horror. 
I, that's a first person shooter. Anything else you guys thinking of that we sports? sports? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, it uh, EA needs to show up with Madden, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, we're gonna get to that in a second. Actually, someone asked about EA and the Switch a bit, which I'm sure OJ would have some words for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, all genres really make sense, you know, so it's kind of like any genre, just just bring it. I mean, in all honesty, like I, I'm surprised more games like Heroes of the Storm, like League of Legends, you know, with the te- with the touchscreen capabilities. It's not my like favorite genre by any means, but uh, for those fans of those games, I'm surprised that they haven't started bringing that, stuff like that. That, that game honestly. from Tencent. They, yeah, they have the one coming, but that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty huge in mobile anyway. So yeah. it still works for mobile. It. Yeah. Is that, the one just, a lot of sense, though. is that the one that's just basically like a total copy of League of Legends? Yep. Like, Arena, not, Arena not, of Valor? Not necessarily. Yeah. It, it is the same gameplay process, but the average long-end game for that is only like a half hour, whereas League of Legends, Dota, you can go up to like an hour total of gameplay, right. which is why people like it. Average games, I think, were like 15 minutes or 20 minutes, which is isn't, huge isn't for Isn't Tencent bigger than like both of those companies now, Dude, though? Tencent's ridiculous. And was, everything. Yeah, I was watching some movies just streaming on the side screen. I let that's the only time I let them go through the uh, the actual closing credits and everything. And it got to the end of a lot of them, and it would just be like ten cents. Like, yeah, they own a lot. Yeah, they yeah. they're bigger than Steam. It's crazy. <laughs> Their client yeah. is. Um, I think that like if we can get like more battle royale. I don't know if that's a genre now, but I would like to see like a yeah. battle royale like games. Yeah. On the, on the we Switch. talked about that earlier, didn't we, Max? Where we were like, what if Splatoon two had that? I mean, yeah, that's that's something I uh, I've put over two hundred hours into Fortnite. Obviously, I'm really into battle royale games. So the idea of like even if they just put it into an existing thing, that was my hypothetical in the podcast we were on earlier. Is put it in Splatoon two, make it where we get dropped on the map. You have to find a random splat, and whoever paints the most wins. Like if you get I, splatted once, you're dead. Oh man! I said they take it to the next level. Get Metroid. Everybody gets dropped on a planet. Yeah. Everybody gets yes. one random power up. Yeah. Mm. Go for yes. it, man. Go for it. <laughs> that would be crazy. What I, I feel like Nintendo will eventually find their way into the battle royale genre in some just as an it, experiment. It, if it know? doesn't burn itself out, I do yeah. feel like this is, this is the year of it, and I think it's going to burn itself out. So I'm just here for the ride. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, NX, uh, NX Revolution says there is a rumor. For a direct on Monday, which I I feel like we would have already heard about that, right? Unless it could be one of those drops or something where like we had the other mini. Um, mm-hmm. I think the one we saw was like all about 3ds stuff, wasn't that the rumor from like uh, 4chan or something? Um, I mean it's 4chan, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from so- they say from someone has been right, although I thought that was still an anonymous tip. I'm not. So in the spirit of that, when do you guys think the next direct will be? We kind of talked about that a bit, right? We think it'll be just before E3, maybe like in April or May, just to introduce any new games. Like, we need to be introduced to Fire Emblem, and I feel like they should do that before E3, so then they can spend E3 in the treehouse telling us everything. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. Maybe if they wanted to drop, like, here's an actual gameplay trailer of Fire Emblem, and maybe even, like, Metroid, and say, here's the trailer, and then learn more about it at E3 next you, month or whatever. You guys are going like to learn that. how popular Fire Emblem is going to be. It's going to come out, and it's going to sell, like, six million. I'm telling you guys, watch. I, I, I totally believe that. I've, I've been singing the praises. Like, I, I, it's weird because I kind of agree with like both you and Philip on this, where like it is a huge series that I think is going to sell to like all the Switch owners, but I don't know that it's necessarily like a Switch mover. I, like, I don't like a system seller. That's kind of where I'm like, you know, if, if, if it sells six million units, I'm going to draw a giant dick on my yeah. face. Six million. I don't think. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll find has to make a bet. What are the um? Is, what are the other ones? To make a bet. 
I'm about to buy five point nine million units myself. <laughs> <laughs> what the, um, how, how did the other Fire Emblem sell from the 3DS? They were all they all sell um, two million around two million oh, okay. or, or in that area. But it's it's 3DS. What's coming back to the Switch? I'm telling you, it's gonna it's gonna blow up. And you're on a system like the the mm-hmm. you're on you're on like the home console. I have the portable aspect. You're gonna get people who love the 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 home console Fire Emblems and people who love the the portable Fire Emblems coming together. It's it's going to be glorious. It's going okay. to be absolutely glorious. I think there will be people who will try it out. Yeah, absolutely. I think there will be more than usual trying it out. But if it comes out like a month before Pokemon, people are going to for- probably start to forget about it when Pokemon comes they'll out. Space, they'll yeah. space it out. They're not going to launch it right next to Pokemon. They'll space it out a bit. I mean, I would see it like kind of like how we see Xenoblade a bit. It's more popular, than I think, than Xenoblade. But uh, I mean, Xenoblade came out, what, December 1st? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, what came out? I guess before. I guess Mario would have been the next. Well, they kind of they kind of butchered the Fire Emblem Warriors launch, didn't they? Like yes, that. They did. That was like right before Mario. They sent that game sort of out, you know. But that's Fire Emblem Warriors. They that, that that's that game, you know. That's, You're right. That's just, You're right. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not a normal. But yeah, they they did just kind of throw it out there. But they didn't think that game was gonna sell like a lot anyway. That's why mm. that's why they just kind of threw it out there. Plus, they were kind of like running out of time or like space yeah. to like that game you know because they didn't want to put it in september because pokken there was dragon ball z there was fifa there was steamroll dig so it's like where do you put that game at you don't want to put it in november you want to put it with all those third-party games like you, i mean you don't want to put it there you want to put it in december i mean man that's a long time from after when it's actually done you know so it was just kind of like a game they just said eh, here we go just, <laughs> just <laughs> gotta put it somewhere you know <laughs> uh, uh let me see let me have um uh uh Sakon says uh, i bet philip knows e3's lineup we'll uh we'll we'll talk when the spawn cast's over there you go. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> can you can you just uh bring reggie into the chat once we go offline yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i have a couple of questions i gotta ask him just to... <laughs> I, want, I, want, uh, I want altano reggie and Paris snyder yeah, all here the, next the, week <laughs> when's another three coming out <laughs> uh, uh, uh avadon says uh, awesome show tonight guys uh check out check out his channel we had him on the spawncast yeah. yep. uh great guy um i don't know if we have his channel link at some somewhere i can find it real quick pull it up we'll drop it in the chat check him out good guy there thanks thanks avadon um for that and then uh orlando 28 says uh he, he mentioned uh philip uh, you were talking about FIFA, I guess, at one point with EA. FIFA sold five hundred thousand copies. That sound right? Uh oh, yeah, that was okay. that was on my NBC show. Oh, yesterday. okay, so somebody crossing over here. All right, very good. Crossing very good. paths. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, it sold about five hundred thousand, I believe. That was one of the top selling. I think the third top selling third party game oh, uh, for okay. Switch this this entire first year. And they said, uh, uh. So why is EA treating Switch so badly? Um, I said he loves loves everybody, subbed everybody. So they said, um, but they're asking why EA is still so tentative. I guess about the Switch. I feel like that's a pretty good question with how the Switch is doing. And FIFA at five hundred thousand, it's pretty good for a new system. And they technically didn't put the exact same version of FIFA on it. Well, if you look at the direction EA was, you know, going with their business, like it wasn't really like on par with like or parallel with Nintendo's vision for gaming. You know, like we don't see very many in-app purchases or loot boxes or stuff like that showing up um, in Nintendo games or on Nintendo platforms. Whereas EA, it seemed like that was their whole business model for like the last year, two years. So I just don't think that they were prepared. Like they obviously knew like Nintendo was making a new console. So we got to get FIFA on there. Um, And then Faye with EA originals. 
Um, but they didn't, you know, that was Zoink. That wasn't them. Yeah. So um, I think that, you know, they just have a lot of catching up to do. They probably regret it. They probably are pissed that they didn't invest a little bit more in like single player experiences that would transfer well over to Switch. So I think that it might be a little bit of time. Like maybe we'll get Mass Effect ports for Switch. I would personally that would be love killer. that. Oh yeah. man, that'd be pretty interesting. I think my, that's my, just the game plan right now for my, all these publishers that were afraid. Go ahead. Does, Mad, does Madden make it this year? Um, that's the question. You know, that's, that's the I big one. You know? So I'm gonna put. I'm just gonna randomly throw my my guess out there. I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. I, I just I feel so. it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. I think it would be the year for it to come out. I mean, FIFA mm -hmm. came out last year. That was for Europe mostly. Let's yes. you know, let's face it. Um, and a lot of people do want Madden on Switch, and that's you know, that's for the West. So, well, makes and sense. Madden, I think, usually comes out in August, right? Which is right before the online hits in September. <laughs> so it's kind of all falling in line with that little time period there. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, that sounds like an E three announcement if it's going to happen. So yeah. You know, the other question is, does WW2K19 come out? <laughs> <laughs> and do they give me a free game for buying their $60 broken mess? Man, I, the dream. I'm, I don't even want it to come out, honestly. <laughs> they should. They should that. I mean, I don't think it's getting fixed. And they should be like, hey, if you bought it, we're sorry. Here's a, an actual working version in 2K19. If they show up on the eShop, don't even show up. If they show up on the eShop, $60 for 2K19. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I have no I have no doubt that they're just I mean, going to sweep this shit under the rug and then move about their business and I mean, release a game next year. That's the definition of shovelware. And oh, if, if it's sold, then we'll see another. $60 shovelware that doesn't work. Man. All right. I have another incentive to get this stream up to a thousand likes. Uh huh. Um, I will only refer to Sony as Tony. Oh, man. For the next <laughs> week. Oh, if this stream man. can get to 100 <laughs> likes. And that means I got to go be on camera at IGN. So I'm going to look like a real idiot. Talk about Mr. Tony. <laughs> Let's get this. Wait, that means you're going to have to tell them why you're. Okay, all right. You're like, I lost a bet, so now I have to only talk about the Tony PlayStation 4. They're just going to have to understand. This Dude, stream needs a thousand. <laughs> like when you're at your desk working and they're like, hey, uh, somebody dropped out from Beyond. We need you on there, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Next week's like, the week, I end up on Beyond. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Uh, oh, man. There you <laughs> go, guys. Look at that. It's going to be any second now. <laughs> All it took was Tony to do it. <laughs> yeah. Good job, there guys. You go. So it will be, this will be live. 1,000. <laughs> Oh man, and the chat goes crazy. There we go. It's a binding contract. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> People are gonna be like dropping Tony in like the comments on NBC, and you're gonna have like Pear look at you and be like, "What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what happened here?" <laughs> uh, then uh, Universal Universal One said a thousand likes group switch game lick. I'm not. I gotta tell you now. I'm not. I'm not getting into that again i don't want to like all game episode. cards uh, yeah. and then uh nx revolution again what do you what do you guys think about iron galaxies one to port monster Hunter world uh sure i'd say let him take a shot mm -hmm. capcom is capcom though they're kind of cheap they might just be like yeah maybe not oh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's, awesome it's it's capcom here guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh they haven't even localized double cross yet and we're talking about a, a whole game getting ported at this point yeah. it, a way more involved game too than double yeah. for sure it's a bigger project it's super interesting to me that they're stepping up like that i don't think i've ever seen someone just so publicly be like come on coach put me in the game like it, but, almost, but it almost, almost feels like a 
like a call out a little bit. Go ahead, Evan. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it almost feels so empty because you're still a company. You still have to, you know, have yeah, money on the table to stuff, do yeah. it. So this is stand there and be like, we'll do it. That's that moment just before we'll do it for a couple million. Thank you. And it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could be could be interesting to see that them try to get that on Tegra. That'd be fun, I think. Well, it should that be easy be... too because that game's on the MT framework. And back when the Switch was getting launched and they were talking about compatibility, the framework uh, on the Wii on the Wii U, I think, took like 16 months to port. But on the Switch, it only took two. So I don't. I'm this guessing dude, it, this dude came ready with with numbers and everything. Yeah, yeah. but I'm guessing <laughs> it, it has it has more to do with most likely the models, the textures, yeah. having to figure out how to downscale yeah. it all properly. And I don't. Yeah. Maybe they added a couple extra modules into MT. I don't really know. But. It'd be cool to see. I mean, I'd be all for it. Why not? Let's see what let's see what Iron Galaxies can do with this. I mean, they did a good job with Skyrim, but I think they also ported Borderlands to the Vita, and that was that was something. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris uh, Chris Levy says, "Great podcast, love it. You deserve the support you get, and keep doing the great work, everybody." We we got you, man. We'll, we'll keep it up. Um, that is the last super chat, Evan. Discord questions go. We have a couple minutes since we started a little late, and then we will we will. Well, we inadvertently them. answered two of them. So oh, nice. What do you, what do you think That's Nintendo will do. do to make their online service stand out from Xbox Live Gold and PS Plus? Ooh, um, well, they're going to give I think uh, more recognizable games with Mario and and probably Zelda and Metroid and stuff as from their library. They have a great library to pick from. They got an awesome advantage there if they want to. And they're going to add online support for their NES games. So I like the sound of that. Yeah, I, I do. I do like the the emulation support with the online. Like that extra step is just so nice. Yeah. Uh, is there any way for Konami to come back? What IPs do they have to? Silent Hill. Left Castlevania. Castlevania. Yeah. 2D. 2D. None of this 3D bullshit. It yeah. doesn't work. They always suck. They're yes. not good. Okay. Preach. Wait, hold up. Hold I like up. The <laughs> yes. Yes. Wait. Just, just one second. Okay. Lords of Shadow isn't the first yeah. one. It's not completely horrible. It's now, a pretty I, good game. I like them. It's a good I, game. Yeah. Yeah, other, I, I, other than that uh, cheesy scene where Dracula talks to a businessman, it's a pretty good game. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's not a bad game. I just think it's a bad Castlevania. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah, I don't, think it, I don't yeah. think it fits within the world of Castlevania. Like Castlevania should be 2D, 2.5D. You know, classic style. You could do Metroidvania. You could do levels. I don't give a shit. Did but. you know Lord of like, Shadows the best selling Castlevania game ever? Yep. Well, that's yep. be well. Well, to be fair, to be fair, the gaming industry when the when the good Castlevania games came out was a fraction of the size. True. Yeah. You know, it was NES, Super NES. Uh, nobody owned a, a, a damn uh, PC engine in the states with Rondo of Blood. Um, you know, the N sixty four, the Symphony of the Night. You know, that sold very well. Um, mm -hmm. And then you had the sixty four games came out, and everything just went to shit. Well, well we, we the DS the, games are pretty yeah. good. The DS no, 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 no. The DS games are phenomenal. Two D yeah. Castlevania games. There's not many that are bad. Even Lords of Shadow: Mirror of Fate. I think is a solid is a solid decent yeah. Castlevania 2D experience, yeah, um, but you know they just kind of lost their way. The Rebirth, that's what they need to do. Bring take all those Rebirth games from the Wii eShop, upscale them to HD, put them on a cartridge, and sell it to me. There's a rumor with that, so maybe we get that. I, I would take a collection in in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. I, I recently replayed through the uh, Castlevania collection that's on PSP. And playing a lot of those remakes of the old games are just so freaking clean. Like, put that on a Switch today. Yeah. 
Maybe Dude, I, even, yeah. I even want uh like a ghouls and ghosts collection. Like if you gave yeah. me like super ghouls and ghosts, yes, yes, ghosts yes, and yes, goblins, yes, yes, yes. demons crest, like all that stuff. Good stuff. I I I pay just to literally have that soundtrack again. I love Hell it yeah. so much. Some of the best music, yeah. yeah. I'm curious, Sean, how do you feel about Castlevania 2? Because that's such a divisive game. I mean, Castlevania 2 to me is like the legend is like Zelda 2. You know, True. the yeah. series didn't have an identity yet. It, 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 they tried to do something different. It didn't really work. I think the hack that came out that corrects the text and like makes the text so that it's logical and it actually yeah. guides you is good. But yeah, I mean, at the time it was like that was a Nintendo Power game. But then again, a lot there was yeah. a lot of games that were Nintendo Power games. You had to buy the freaking thing that had the maps, the and, maps stuff. and stuff. Hey, hey yeah. Sean, can you um can you can you send me a, a channel to raid a small one um, yeah. that's live streaming? You just send it to me in the on Twitter or in the uh, in the Hangouts chat. Um, All right, let me see. People are asking, and we actually have a pretty good crowd, so we could blow somebody's mind. Blow their minds. Um, yeah. It's fun to do, um, you know. Send it to the smaller channel and let them uh, let them get some some peeps in there. Uh, Evan, who else do we have? Uh, anything else in Discord? I guess someone else is typing, but I guess finally for what I have right now, I, I think I know the answer to this. If the Nintendo Online launches and there's the voice chat is still delegated to the cell phone, do you guys get it? I mean, I'm pretty sure we do because I'm imagining their emulation service is going to be attached to it. So at I least do. for that, I'll, I'll be annoyed still, but I'll be forced to get it. But I'm going to make a seriously ragey rant about it because I feel like yeah. voice chat is is 100 my biggest problem with Switch right now. I mean, more than anything, I need to be able to talk to people. I am such an online shooter person. The fact that I cannot talk to people drives me nuts. I'm curious. It's weird that they haven't added any other game to that app. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, like it's like even with Payday 2's release, like why didn't they just figure that out real quick? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think that um I think that it's safe to say that that voice chat app is probably not going to live much longer. Um, and I think that if we do see voice chat come to switch, it's probably going to be just on the hardware um, itself. So really I, it just, yeah, I mean, otherwise like we would have seen payday come day and day on the voice chat app. They obviously yeah. tried to make it happen. Nintendo said no for a reason, you know? Mm. So interesting. Yes. That's the big yeah. thing. If they were all behind this app, we'd have more than Splatoon two on there right now. Right. Seriously, yeah. Make exactly. it a companion app. Games, it works great as a companion app. Something you can look at your stats and everything on. But yep. you know, move the voice chat to the system. We already know it can do it. Splatoon two works fine through LAN with voice. So move it over, man. Make that. That's I have to imagine that's the big thing about online. They're gonna reveal that voice chat actually works with the system. <laughs> yeah, I think that's part of the reason why when they finally revealed when it was coming, I think a lot of us were shocked. It was like in September near the end of the year. I thought it would actually be even like today. A couple months ago, I was like, oh, they're gonna do it on the one year anniversary. But it's it's a 18 months into the console's life. I bet it's because I agree with you guys. They're probably reworking their infrastructure around that app, man. I, I can't imagine they want to keep that thing going. Oh, Phil, they, they put you in the shadow of the Colossus. That's good, too. I retweeted uh, that one, too. Oh, am I in there now? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. that. That's funny. Somebody did that. I retweeted it if anyone wants to check it out. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> <laughs> if we reach one, I'll, I'll call Sony Tony the chat. <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh man, that person's on point tonight. Yeah. Right? That's great. I love that one. Aiden. Yeah. Awesome. Aiden Quinn, you're you're on point tonight, man. You're on point. And I, I like every time we acknowledge him in chat, he's like, "Yes, there's a notice for me." Uh, uh, Sean, did you find somebody that we can raid at all? Yeah, he linked it in chat. 
I got oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah, for chat. Oh, okay, cool, cool. We're gonna go through our outros, and then guys, if you want to raid someone who's smaller, uh, you can you can do that. And it works, and it works with the joke actually, the whole Tony thing, because that's the guy's name. Hey, quality. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. I, I sent him, him a thing. I said, don't say I've never done anything for you, you stupid piece of shit. And he was like, what? And, I just <laughs> and that's the last thing he, okay, that's the last thing he's heard. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so let's go down the list here, and then I'll send you guys uh, their way to, um, to check out. Uh, let's go down here. Uh, Evan, what, what, what do you got going on? Where do you find you, man? Oh, it's just Kimrick's project at anything Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Uh, keep watching Spawn Wave stuff because we're tweaking so much going on right now. It's why I'm dead tired all the time. I'm going to try to have <laughs> eSports Wave coming to you guys tomorrow. I'm still working on the editing for that, so we'll see if I pass out at my keyboard or something. Cool. Um, <laughs> that'll work. That'll work. But uh, yeah. uh, oh, cool. All right. And then, uh, Max, where can they find you, man? Um, YouTube.com slash Dreamcast guy. I have a very different style of video coming out on Monday that I'm really proud of, actually. I have a video coming out called Why I've Played 200 Hours of Fortnite Battle Royale, kind of just breaking down as somebody who literally used to pay his bills winning Halo tournaments, why I think that this new Battle Royale craze has caught on so much. So it's very different, but if you want to see something like that, uh, I think it's going to be coming out. It should be out early Monday morning. Okay. Uh, OJ, where can they find you, man? Yep, just right here on YouTube, just Player Essence. Um, I do a lot of Japanese um, RPG games, uh, Nintendo gaming, stuff like that. Really big into, it's kind of like really big into anime, Naruto, things like that. So um, if you like all of that stuff, um, I don't do a lot of like anime themed stuff, just like I talk about Naruto or anime video games more so. That's kind of what my channel is kind of based on. So if you're into that, you're into Nintendo a lot. Uh, you're into Japanese RPGs like Final Fantasy and um, like Valkyria Profile stuff like or Valkyrie Profile, sorry, um, Valkyria Chronicles stuff like that. I cover that a lot. Shin Megami Tensei. So yeah, um, a lot of great stuff and also a lot of live streams. We do a lot of live streams where we just like, mm. we're tons of Q and A and stuff like that where we just kind of mess around the whole time. So oh, a lot of fun are, stuff. Usually the the chat and stuff like those more than even uh, like playing games because there's more interactivity there. So I, I see you do that oh, yeah. a lot actually. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. They because everyone just because I'm always interacting with them, so they get to feel like oh they're really part of the chat and everything or really part of the stream. So we do those pretty much every single day. So it's a lot of fun. Oh. So you guys want to stop by the channel for anybody who's not already there? Check it out. Uh, then uh, Rax, where can they find you, man? Uh, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, I'll actually drop a link right there. Um, I do a lot of different things. I do skits, uh, gaming videos, a lot of live streams. We actually had a really awesome live stream last night playing Mario Kart with viewers. I'm trying to do a lot more where I incorporate viewers as well. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to subscribe to my channel, I'm trying to hit 2K soon. So cool. yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, man. Then Sean, where can they find you, man? Find me at RGT eighty five. RGT eighty five. Also find me in hell, evidently, because I almost died on this chip. Um, <laughs> so tomorrow, uh, I have a video going up showing a pretty cool device that plays game that allows you to plug and play adapter for the GameCube that um, transmits an HD image uh, in progressive scan mode. It's pretty damn impressive how games like F Zero look on the system so that'll be up uh tomorrow probably early uh, late morning early afternoon and then i don't know whatever else i feel like doing the rest of the week cool and then uh rob what about you man where can they find you dude yeah it's a uh, rule of two review on youtube and same on twitter and it's pretty much just this just me shooting the breeze about video games and nintendo and the occasional star wars video i squeeze those in every once in a while as well so cool, cool. But that's okay. it man. and then uh uh philip 
thanks for joining us. I know you're you're very busy with IGN and everything. Um, I'm sure you want to uh, maybe talk about what's coming up for you at IGN and NBC and everything, if you want to do that real quick. Uh, yeah, you guys can find me on IGN uh, all the time. Uh, or more importantly, definitely check out uh, Nintendo Voice Chat. It's IGN's Nintendo uh, channel. So we talk every week. Actually, every Friday, we have a Nintendo podcast, just like Spawncast. Very similar. It's not live. Um, but it's a lot of fun. So every week, Brian Altano, Per Schneider, and Zach Ryan and I get together and just bullshit about video games. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, I would I would hate to see you guys go there and start saying things like Spawncast in their in their comments. Yeah, the next Tony. Do. <laughs> so, Tony. yeah say Tony. To, I hate for you guys to go uh, uh, say all that in their comments. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's uh it's great. Um, yeah. That's that's where you can find me every I, week. I do, you know what? Next time I, whenever I show up, I haven't been to California before ever. But when I do go there, you're gonna have to show me around the uh, IGN office so I can check you, it out. Are you coming to E3? I've thought about it. Um, I'm trying to figure out where I would even stay though, because oh. it's it's. <laughs> uh, I have to imagine staying in a hotel there is crazy expensive at that time. So you are welcome yeah. to stay at my place. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, is it? Are you pretty close to there? I'm about an hour oh, or so away. Okay. That's not so bad. If you're willing to drive, you are welcome. You are welcome to stay here. Okay, Damn. I pre I appreciate it. I'll see. I'll see what I can do this this year. Um, see if I can make that trip. And Otherwise, it'll be next year. So, so okay. that's cool. you. you're welcome to stay next year or the year after or okay. whatever you want to come, dude. <laughs> I live. I actually, it's actually not too bad. You'll drive. You're like, wow, you live really close. Why are you being so lazy, OJ? Why don't you go? <laughs> <laughs> I actually live really close to to, to Los Angeles. Like it, okay. it's really close. Good to hear. Good to hear. And what uh, you. You you have an open invitation. Any single time you can come to uh, San Francisco, come to the IGN offices. We'd love to have you on NBC too, man. So. Oh, nice! Yeah. I will go on NBC, man. I'll get on there. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That'd be really cool. I'd like to meet some of the people there. I think they're really fun. So absolutely. Uh, you guys may in the chat someday see me on NBC. Um, that'd be really fun. So uh, I know we're gonna, GDC we're is another fan, great so. person to IGN. There yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. start stealing all these YouTubers. All right, here yeah, we go. They, they grab, they grab Philip. He he, uh, he does some legit video work. I I actually kind of miss your channel, man. You, you did yeah. some legit video Me work too. on there, dude. It's, you had like you know, some of the highest quality stuff on there. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I a lot of people have been saying that to me, and it breaks my heart. I mean, I. I want to create content on my channel so badly um but it all just comes down to time uh, oh yeah. i have no time, time. like no time i uh you know i've been dedicated the last like five months of my life just learning how to work at ign and cover like nintendo as a full-time job so um yeah i mean once i settle get settled in a little bit more and, and figure things out i definitely plan on on doing really fun things on that channel so yeah yeah, even just like a yeah. quick update thing where you talk to the guy, you know, stuff like that would be cool to see it again. So, yeah, you know, I know, I know you were you were really I remember talking to you at times when you were making your videos and you're like, man, it takes a long time. Seriously, if you just like did like even a little live stream just to talk again for like 10 minutes, that'd, that'd be cool to see even for the, the fans of your channel. Cool, man. So, That's nice to know. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, MVC guys, check it out. Uh, you guys post Thursday or Friday? Uh, we post on Fridays. Fridays, good, good production value. Good thoughts on the industry and everything. So check them out. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, you've been doing a good job, dude. You've been doing yeah, thank you. Philip is you. running the show there. So go check the it show. out. Go check it out. Uh, I guess that's gonna do it, guys. Uh, Evan, you want to hit him with that link to uh, Done. Uh, uh, raid the the stream? There you go, guys. Uh, run into that um to that uh stream. Let them know. Spawn wave, spawn cast. Send them. Sent you guys, and uh, we will we'll see you guys next saturday night thanks to everyone who joined me tonight it was a big spawn cast biggest one i think we've had in terms of concurrent viewer count got close to 1300 people i think so uh, 
Pretty awesome. Over a thousand likes. Thanks, guys. This will go live right away. We'll keep it up for you guys so you can check it out. Um, just because mostly because of the first switch's first birthday. I think it's worth it. So, <laughs> uh, but thanks, guys. We'll see you back here next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys.